3: Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Fulke, and as always, I'm here with Matt Stewart and Jess
1: Ferguson. Hello, hello,
0: Dave. That was that was a nice touch. little point at Jess. A little no, I I, pointed, I just saw it out of the periphery. It tickled me.
3: I gave a little point at the camera because we've we've started okay. uh, cutting out clips for TikTok and Instagram, so the cameras are always rolling. I just thought it'd be funny. When I said, "Welcome to Do Go On." Point to the camera, <laughs> but then you but why laughed. Why would I we laughed. ever
2: use the intro as a clip on TikTok? I know, just, it's
3: the idea of, of, I don't know, one day whoever's editing the video, Simon oh, or Jam, fantastic work. Who, if they ever see that back, it just it made me laugh.
2: Yeah, it's for them more than anything.
0: I, I, I reckon we should do an episode where we just record the like, put the whole thing at one time. Maybe this could be that one.
3: This could be it. Thumbs up. Uh, welcome to the show. How are you going?
0: Uh, Personally, yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Mm -hmm. 2024, what a year to be alive. Even though we're recording this in 2023, that doesn't matter. Shut
2: up, shut up.
0: In this podcast, we're in the future. Yes. uh, And I'm loving it. It's final, like-
2: How's uh, your January?
0: January, uh, more like- F- fabulous, e- Wary. Oh, yes. That'd be
3: better for
2: February. That would actually. be way better for February. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Jan, man. Man, what a good time I'm having you, Wary.
2: God, that's
3: good.
0: That's yeah. better. Awesome. Yeah, Thank it's you. good.
2: I'm glad we workshopped that's that. That's your
3: best work since Blockbuster Toba.
2: <laughs> and Jess, how are you? I'm dressed as Luigi today.
3: <laughs> we have to put the video out now.
2: Yeah. Um, And I won't it's be taking a you. any questions. <laughs>
0: It's a you, Jess.
2: But apart from that, I just wish I was never born. So, you oh. know. Um,
0: That's funny because I was just thinking how good is it to be alive? Wow. That's a bit of a rhetorical question, but feel free to answer it if you want to,
3: Fantastic. That's what I was angling for when I asked how you were both going. I don't oh. genuinely care. You didn't want me to talk about the <laughs> fact that I look like Luigi. No. <laughs>
0: okay. No one needs to know. <laughs> Do you what? You, we're just sort of dancing monkeys with our catchphrases now, Yeah, yeah it's a
3: human catchphrase to me.
0: Look, I wow. don't I think that might be the time to retire them then. I don't know when we started them but maybe today's the day okay. they stop. Do you want to end them? Yeah. Okay. Let's kill them. You kill mine, I'll kill yours. Great. Do you bring your gun?
2: Of course. I never go anywhere without it. And then next week, we'll have new catchphrases.
0: Yeah. How about that? As soon as people start saying, do your catchphrase, <laughs> it, yeah. I'm out.
2: I agree. I'm not a sellout. It was
0: fun before now. Yeah,
2: you've ruined it, Dave. As per usual, you ruin everything.
0: You ruin everything.
2: Anyway, thanks for having us on your podcast. It's so good to be here on your podcast, Dave.
0: <laughs>
3: Thank you so much for joining me. On your podcast. On my podcast. Yes. Uh, but honestly, I know it is my podcast, but Matt, how would you describe what you think this is?
0: <laughs> what I think it is, what I know it is. Uh, I came up with this concept. So what it is, is <laughs> the three of us are friends and mm. from our friendship uh, a love has grown yes. for knowledge, correct. And each week, one of us goes away by ourselves and researches a topic, usually suggested by a listener.
2: The other two miss them because they've gone off by themselves. He's like, "Oh, come we're back you for them. We yearn for
0: you, and we yearn you for your new knowledge." Sorry, right. I need to go to the catacombs to get some knowledge. <laughs> so then, once we return from the catacombs back into the podcast studio, we bring that knowledge, sort of in a pretty, you know, light-ish report. It's kind yeah. of like, almost like you'd do in a high school. Uh, year 11. Yeah. Oral presentation. I love that you're like, not good enough for year 12. But year 11.
2: <laughs> we finished school decades ago and yet continue to do this to ourselves, yeah. which is smart. I love so, doing someone it. Someone said to me I recently.
0: Loved, uh, school is when I peaked. You know, did you know I was the homecoming king?
2: <laughs> and queen. And queen. <laughs> you're on the flow?
0: Yeah.
1: Wow! Wow!
2: Were so, you a quarterback? Yeah, I was on the
0: floor. I was the quarterback.
2: Whoa! Um, were you also the lead in the my musical? I
0: the day <gasps> the scouts were there, though, from no. the NFL, which was unlucky. Um, yeah, I'll never live up to those heights again. That's why I love doing the show. Yeah, because it makes me remember those good times of high and school. And
2: you're, you're the queen bee of this show. Yeah, I
0: am the queen bee. That's <laughs> so- right, bitch. <laughs> Still uh, flushing hey. my head
3: down the toilet as well.
0: Yeah, and I've yeah. got a cherry bomb uh, that's going to go in after you later. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's going to hurt. <laughs> I'm taking that up a notch. So, yes, we bring the report back to the class, and then we tell the other two who don't know what the topic is. Yes. We tell them the story. They interject, and- uh, for some listeners, are quite tedious and uh, go on some dog shit riffs, which people, some people hate, some people love. Mm. I think the people who stick with the show love and the people who don't.
3: Yeah, they're just not our people. It's fine. There's lots of other uh, podcast history and are otherwise out
2: it's there. There's too many. There's so many podcasts.
0: So, this week, Jess has done uh, the research on yes. a topic. You yearned
2: uh, for me while I was gone.
0: Oh, we yearned so hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, now Jess is going to get onto that topic with a question for me and Dave. Jess, what is your question this it's week? It's
2: a two-part question. Names of your buzzers. Okay. Okay. Names of our buzzers. Okay. Yes. So your first part of the question is this: Name the ABC presenter known for his bushy beard and gardening expertise. Matt. Matt.
3: I, didn't, I said eh. ant. <laughs> my name from now on is eh.
2: ant. <laughs> okay. Ant, eh, you're out. So Matt.
0: Oh my God! It's of course. What is his? It's uh. It's a Greek name. Eh. Sorry, uh, that was a buzz. That's
3: not. I'm not saying you're incorrect because you are actually on the, the right track. You're
0: on the yep. right track. Yep. Uh. Is it so with S or A?
2: Neither. Great. Are you going to do this for the whole alphabet? Um,
0: J. Some c. Con- c-, c-, con- c-, c- costas. Costas. Costa. I'm afraid we'll have to take costas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the correct answer. Costa is correct. Part Costa t- Concordia.
0: <laughs> Dave. Oh, no.
2: Let me read out okay. part two. Name the now discontinued supersonic passenger carrier commercial <laughs> airplane known for its sleek appearance and high-speed capabilities. I think I heard Dave. I'm going to
3: say Concorde for
2: that one. Okay, test. put them together, Dave.
0: Uh, Costa Concorde. Correct. I'm afraid, Dave. <laughs> no, incorrect. Changed his name to uh, so uh, none of that was. <laughs> he all, also know. said
3: Costa Concorde. Matt, do you want to have
2: a Matt. go? Yes, Matt.
0: Costa Concordia. Correct. Thank uh,
3: no, you. To be fair, you did say now put them together, which I did. <laughs>
0: Now where, put them where, together.
3: Where's ear. The, where's the ear from? That's it's a three-part question, Jess. Oh well, that's more than the sum of its parts, what, mate. You uh, put what, those
0: uh, two together, are you going to get an ear third at the The question is, what do you what do you hear with? Concorde. <laughs> My ear. Ear. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Correct. I got there was a. I feel like a group effort. People can comment on um, Spotify the podcast, and uh, on one recently, they had a go at how Dave, you and I, an Irishman, said that they can't stand how we say cobra. And oh, I was it should go- be cobra? Is that how the Irish say cobra? No, I
3: have
2: no idea. I,
0: I, really go- I, I, actually it I
3: actually say cobra. Oh, do you? But you say cobra. So, I feel like we've got both bases covered there.
0: Well, they must, if- maybe there's a third Irish base. <laughs> Get the third base with an Irishman.
3: Oh, um, my that's God. the dream. That is
0: the dream.
1: <laughs> Look,
3: I don't know, Jess, you're the best at doing an Irish. Can you think of how you would say cobra? Cobra.
0: Cool, cool. Cobra. Cobra. Oh, like a Cobra. Okay. They must be confused when I'm talking about hats. Yeah. I'm going to go grab my cobra. What? what? Put it on your head.
2: Don't, put don't a, do that. Don't put a cobra on your
3: head.
0: No, no I'm not putting a cobra. I'm putting a a, a cobra. cobra.
3: I think I think we're getting lost. Yeah. I can see why they're confused. But Costa Concordia i'm very excited about this yes it's one of those ones that i'm aware of the the headline of it of course no more information
2: yeah yeah yeah. and i mean it, it was it was well within our lifetime it was in 2012 yeah. so we were aware of it in the news and stuff like that yep. it's been suggested by a lot of people um including there's so many um jem had it from brighton in the uk john uh Makicon from new jersey John Bowery from New- North Shields, Dan Marshall from Mitcham in Melbourne, Tristan Thornton um, from London, Lauren from Bristol, Michelle L Huber from St Louis, Jamie Alcantara from London, Alison Beverly Day from Lehigh in Utah, uh, Victor from Madrid, Tom Langford from the UK, and Ben Johnson from Milton Keynes.
0: Oh, a lot of a lot of Europeans. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm guessing this is a European event based on the suggestions.
2: Do you know, not know much about it either?
0: No, I think it's a boat. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a boat. Okay, great. Uh, and I think... It's, is it Italian? Yes. Okay, there you go. I said Europe.
2: Hey. Yeah, and that counts.
0: So it, Italy's in Europe, Dave.
2: Yes. Yeah, I was adding, he uh, was narrowing it oh. down. This is a
3: yes and rather than a correction. Moment. No, it well,
0: just feels like an I'm um, actually.
3: <laughs> no, this is a team building game. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, I'm actually- your team building
0: sucks. <laughs> this isn't team building right now, Dave. This is team tearing it apart. You're boys, tearing boys, my ta- boys. Pa- you're tearing my team apart. Lisa. Lisa. Thank you. Oh, my God. Weird episode.
2: <laughs> yeah, weird energy. It is hot. Um,
0: I'm not used to being sitting in the middle. Oh yeah, my.
2: you and I have swapped places. I'm swiveling. For the first time in about- Oh, since we've been in this studio, which yeah. has been, what, two years? We've always sat there.
0: How do you do this, Jess? Yeah. From, the, from either where I was sitting, i just look straight ahead at you too. Totally. Two. I'm
2: actually loving this. This
0: sucks. Yeah. You tricked me.
2: <laughs> I think it's fine when one of you is doing the report because I tend to just sort of turn that way. So, yeah, I'd be sitting like you are now, just sort of facing me and I'm fuck over, Dave off. But I'm over here. Um, But when you're doing the report, it's hard because I feel I find I often look at Dave a lot more and then every now and then I'm like, whoop, better throw one over to Matt.
1: Hmm. So, right,
3: but that's because I'm needier than he is.
2: Yeah. And you're better to look at. Thank you. Anyway, the Costa Concordia was a 290 meter luxury cruise ship built by Carnival Corporation in 2004. I think it was like slightly bigger or longer than the Titanic.
3: That's almost 300 meters. It's so long. It's so
2: big, isn't it? That's unbelievable. It's crazy.
3: It's so long that Usain Bolt would get tired running from one side to the other. That'd be a
0: par four on a golf course. Par four. I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe it'd be a short par four, I guess.
2: Um, (laughs) We both have different scales. (laughs) It's however you like to. I mean, how many Olympic pools would it be?
0: Oh, six. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) So, you know, it's like we all just have different scales. Um, There were 13 public decks, each named after a European country. Do you want to have a stab at any of the decks? Sweden. Yes.
0: Uh, Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No,
2: don't finish.
0: Nicaragua. No, I Nicola, no? I still uh, no. N- Norway. Uh,
2: no. Italy. Yes. Any N ones? Uh,
0: no. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if maybe as a medium, I was feeling. Am <laughs> yeah. getting a, N? Am sorry, I getting? I'm sorry. Was that an M? <laughs> maybe it was an M somewhere in the. Is it somewhere in L-M-N-O? L uh, M N L M N
2: O P L M N O P And there is a P.
0: Yes, Portugal.
2: No. Uh, <laughs> oh, Portugal is correct, actually, thank yes. Thank you. Portugal is There's one. There's another, is another P. P. Poland. Poland, correct. One that sounds like us. Austria. Austria. Correct. Austria. Uh, Dave's from there. Germany. Correct. Um, I'm from there.
0: Ireland. Correct. <laughs> Irish people hate will hate that. They do hate There's that. There's an Irish person there going... This, you're not from there. You're not from there. And
2: I say, have a fucking look at me, okay? Yeah. Okay, I got really fair skin. Okay, I got dark hair. I got green eyes. Okay,
0: they hate it.
2: Yeah, but it's a, I'm t- fifth generation Australian. Thank you so much. <laughs> to that person, I would say, all right,
0: Cobra, because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, him. they'll really
2: fucking That'll get it. Yeah. Um once we've missed, I think, a Holland, Belgium, Greece, Great Brit Britain, France, Spain.
0: I'm so glad you didn't. Make us keep going. That's a huge list. It's a huge list. It almost sounds like we would have struggled to miss. It's everywhere in Western Europe, basically. Yeah, I, just thought I thought I thought it'd be kind of fun. But, but fun there's so a f- big feud in Norway. Yeah, mm.
3: really upsetting. Uh, that, that's fun. So you'd say like uh, tonight on uh, on on the Sweden deck, yeah. we'll be having a little bit of uh,
0: bocce.
2: Yeah, exactly. Or like, uh, which, which would be oh, weird.
0: Well would you? You wouldn't do bocce in Sweden. You don't reckon? No. Why not?
2: You'd Why eat, can't Swedes play bocce?
0: You eat meatballs there. And oh, you reckon it's
3: got to be
2: specific flat. to the I don't, country? I don't and you think flat it pack does.
0: furniture. Is there anything else Sweden does? And you'd have blonde hair.
2: Yeah. Everyone, all the blondes are on one <laughs> yeah, level.
0: Blondes only. It's
2: just a, it, they thought it would be kind of sweet. It's just come across really creepy and, like, <laughs> yeah. kind of
3: discriminatory.
2: Oh. And, yeah. But- the name Concordia was intended to express the wish for continuing harmony, unity, and peace between European nations.
3: Right. That's similar to why Concord was picked as a name for the, the plane.
2: Really? Yeah. Do you also- remember I said that? No. Nope.
0: It's Sorry. funny that they, they've done this as a way to bring all Europe together, but they've excluded a bunch of countries.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well how not many, you though. How many decks do you want them to have? Well, you know? I just
0: think they have to think that out. Either or just have like enough decks are all, yeah, or nothing. Exactly, no decks at all. No yeah. decks at all. That's enough decks are all, or no decks. Or at or all. Or deck
2: one is like Holland, <laughs> Sweden, I Belgium, and all,
0: all there, which is pretty good.
2: <laughs> Maybe you just go like multiple <laughs> to each deck. Yes, instead, so it's really confusing.
0: Yeah, yeah. You make just make up new combos. You use Scandinavian deck, sure. You have.
2: But are they sick of being you Balkans know, always deck. put together? Maybe uh, they're like, fucking, I want to hang out with Spain.
0: All right. Who? Who are you? I
2: don't, oh, I'm Switzerland.
0: Okay. We'll have the Swiss-Spain deck.
2: Ooh.
3: That doesn't sound nice. What combo are you going for, Dave? Oh, oh uh, I'm probably going to go for a bit of a Bulgarian Ooh. uh, mixed with maybe- Poland.
0: Bulging yes. pole. <laughs>
3: yeah, a bulging pole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'd go for. And, uh, Bul- bulgi- bulgy and, pole. And the
3: rule is bulging poles only. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to move on to dot
2: point three then. <laughs> That's <laughs> fun. It's a big, it's a big ship. Celebrate, big ship. Celebrating Europe, love it. It has approximately 1,500 cabins, 500 of which had private balconies. Costa Concordia had one of the world's largest exercise facility areas at sea. So of like of ships, it was called the Samsara Spa. It was a two level, 6,000 square meter or 60, uh, 64,000 square feet fitness center with a gym, a uh, th- oh how do did- Thales- thalesotherapy pool, seawater, um, sauna, Turkish bath, and a solarium. Wow. They see Turkey gets represented. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Other amenities included four swimming pools. Wow. Five jaca- It said five jacuzzis and another number of spas, and that made me Google what's the difference between a spa and a jacuzzi, and there was no difference. Jacuzzi's is just a brand. But there's uh, there's spas as well, so maybe do they mean like, like day spa type places? Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. Know. How many spas? Well, five jacuzzis uh. and maybe, like, three spas. I don't know. Right. A poolside movie theatre, five restaurants, 13 bars, including a cigar and con- and cognac bar and a coffee and chocolate bar. Ooh. So it's not just, like, alcohol bars, even though the cigar one is. Anyway, Did you say there
3: was a swim-up cinema?
2: There's a poolside
3: movie theatre. But does that mean you watch the whole movie from within the water?
2: You can do, yep. I never not know I'd like that Or I sitting th- You can sit on like The banana lounges okay. and stuff I Didn't forgot you that you could have sit the- Next
0: to a pool Sorry <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was thinking that, I was like I don't want to float here For an hour and a half
2: yeah, I remember pretty- as a kid
0: There was uh, They'd call them uh, Dive-in cinemas And uh, you know the, the local pool Would just have it You know Pull out a big screen And you'd float on a right. Lilo and watch Usually the Usually you
3: sound like You're from the past But now you sound like You're from the future <laughs> <laughs> Really wow.
0: Time put- is cyclical
2: Wheel out the Yeah
0: Yeah it's fun. It's,
2: in- it's interesting you, me- you say he sounds like he's from the future because some of the other amenities, there was a, a three-level theatre, like a proper full-on theatre, um, a casino and a futuristic disco.
0: Whoa. I wow. don't know
2: what that means. It
0: just means the DJ is wearing foils? <laughs> <laughs> And they're playing, Uh, they're playing like craftwork. It's all blips and blips. Eighties future is the best future. (laughs) The magical time they thought it would be. Uh, Everyone wearing (laughs) alfoil.
2: There was an arcade, a basketball court, and a Grand Prix racing simulator. So this ship has everything.
0: It, it's it's so- also sunk before it's left the, the bay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so heavy with all this but crap. Like th-
2: there's, you could be sitting in a theatre watching a show, like a proper theatre... With like balcony seating above you and everything. And then
3: you just have to remind yourself, I'm on a boat. I'm mm. on a boat. And what about like the Shakespearean actors that come in every night? They're yeah. like, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm doing this, this a on co- a boat on, a on international ship. waters. Yeah. yeah. You can do whatever you like. Change the bard script. In a casino, <laughs> <laughs> multiple <laughs> restaurants. It's wild. I I yeah. Was there any I've got to ask, any water slides?
2: Uh probably. In,
3: I- in the four pools? Surely. Because when I was in the Bahamas a few months ago, it's like a famous cruise ship port city nassau and when we went into town which was staying a bit further away this they're all lined up all well, this cruise ship because they stop there and the people come off for, have a day there yeah. and then move on to another place in the caribbean and they're all lined up and i they look like they were competing with each other to have a bigger water slide like over the top some are going around one of them had a roller coaster on a cruise yeah that wrapped seemed to wrap around the ship absolutely wild it's no, yeah.
2: simply no. So
3: they are like it feels like that they're pushing the the boundary, and, like yeah. basically taking the piss about what you can put on a ship.
0: Yeah, it's wild. It's weird that cruise ships have done this and and big airplanes haven't. You know? Yeah, oh, man, I'd Get love to go on a water slide on an airplane, water slide on an airplane, casino in an airplane. You know, they make you just sit in these little seats. Yeah, room it out a bit. Yeah, let us wander around. <laughs> Just, like, scale it up so the plane's, you know, exactly. 10, 20 times bigger. Yeah. And we've all got room to move about, have a gamble, go in the pool.
2: Even if it means it takes a little bit longer.
0: Yeah. At least
3: I'm comfortable.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, fine. that's
0: right. You Even know? if
3: you have to put the plane on the water and make it float.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Just do that, man. Just ben. float it Just go over,
0: yeah, like one of those water planes.
3: Exactly.
0: You don't <laughs> want a water plane, actually, do you? Why not? Uh, you can lose traction.
2: Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to grip. Yeah, you're right. Nothing to grip. What are the What are the tires gripping? <laughs> anyway, so that's a uh, you know, an a, a little like a I don't know a, an audio tour of the ship. I'm imagining it, and it's huge. It's massive. The ship was captained by 52 year old Italian shipmaster Francesco Scatino.
0: So they're in good hands. They're in good hands. Shipmaster.
2: He was born into a seafaring family in Campania, and attended the nautical institution Nino Bixio before getting work at a ferry company. And in April of 2002, he was hired by Costa uh, Crociere. It's
0: at- so good that you're doing an Italian report dressed as Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get into character
2: or it felt, I don't know, my pronunciation would have been yeah, quite right.
0: Because you nailed that one there.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I did. Italians are like, what the fuck is she saying? Well, and as I'm gonna someone keep who going. is
0: 116 Swiss Italian, I can say you are spot on. Thank
2: you so much. <laughs> So, he was hired by uh, Costa, which is a subsidiary of Carnival Corporation. Carnival. Carnival. (laughs) He started out as a security official before moving up to second in charge.
0: Okay. It's an interesting leap, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm so so security official. Just wait. In 2006, he was promoted to captain and given command of the newly launched Costa Concordia. In just four years, he's gone from security guard To captain,
0: I love that. Someone who's just pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps. (laughs) Just, you know. I remember when I worked at uh, Safeway at a supermarket. Yeah. And the store manager, uh, when I got the job, he said to me, I I was working as a trolley boy. I was 14, 15. And he goes, I started out as a trolley boy as well. Now I run this whole store. So work hard. (laughs) Anything's possible. And four years later, Mm -hmm. I was the captain of a ship. (laughs) (laughs)
2: We don't talk a lot about no, your ship days. we don't do we? I wish we could. Uh, actually, he's going to come in great handy here because <laughs> oh, it's, cool. it's yeah. a lot about. Well, I can give you some based knowledge. based on a ship.
0: Yeah, yeah. I uh, love the high seas.
2: <laughs> so, so, has he done, like, training? Well, like, it says he went to the Nautical Institute. So, and he's come from, like, a uh, his family have been on
3: ships and so, stuff. So I, he
2: obviously has some sort of qualifications.
3: Right, so really the weird part was when he was the security guard. Yeah. Him going,
2: I can't. D- I know about ships. Yeah, I know how to. To captain a ship, yeah. but I don't know anything about no, like the security can,
3: cameras you, you got going. You can captain a ship. You can keep people safe. Mm.
0: That's
2: right. So, anyway, who knows?
0: You can say not in those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of security <laughs> I'm picturing. It's got a velvet rope. Clipboard. Sorry, you're not on the list. Sorry, mate.
2: I said oh. you're not on the list. What's your star sign? Um, <laughs> a couple things worth mentioning at this point. Number one, at the vessel's launch on the 2nd of September 2005, the champagne bottle released by model Eva Herzegová Failed to break when swung against the Ooh, hull that's the first luck. time. This type of occurrence is considered a bad omen oh, among seafarers. Sh- sh- should
3: they have scrapped the ship? Possibly. Set fire and started again? I think
2: so. Number two, in November of 2008, while Scatino was captain, high winds over the Sicilian city of Palermo pushed the ship against its dock, damaging the bow. There were no injuries and repairs were made soon after. And according to Scatino's employer in 2010, as master of the uh, Costa Atlantica, he damaged another Carnival Corporation ship while entering a port in Germany at too high a speed.
0: Okay, so he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> he doesn't know
2: what he's doing. He came into a port too fast. He in, so, he's parking by feel. <laughs> oh, so interesting you say that. So, he's got a bit of a track record, but I'm sure that won't come I up just again.
0: picture it. He's, like, used to just driving a Lamborghini, speeding up to the curb, you know, yep. speeding Sideways, yeah. making yeah. a, making an entrance.
2: He's used to a jet ski where you have to keep accelerating as you turn.
0: <laughs> you know what Something I, I
2: always think about.
0: What I was thinking. <laughs> um, now this boat keeps getting damaged. Why? What they should have done is made the whole ship out of whatever the, they made that champagne bottle out of. <laughs> yeah, unbreakable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Make
1: an uh, entire your ship yeah, God. Out of glass. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: the,
3: the strongest material known to
0: humanity. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. So, and then you'd be able to see everything. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, glass bottom boat for real. Yeah, yeah. glass side boat, glass yep. top boat. <laughs>
2: glass wall boat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I hope you know your neighbours because uh, you will
0: intimately. <laughs> ah, and if the glass bottom boat fits. Yeah. Insane. Inside another bottle. It's a, <laughs> it's a ship in a bottle. <laughs> oh, a glass wow. ship in a glass bottle. <laughs> Match made in heaven.
2: <laughs> that's sick. Mm. Um. So that's a bit of background on the ship itself and its captain. But the main event of the report happened six years after the ship was launched. So on January 13, 2012, Costa Concordia departed. Uh, some, you know Come you on were saying my. my, my <laughs> <laughs> uh, Civitavecchia. Vecchia. Oh, that sounded beautiful. In Italy. Yeah. And it took off on its first leg of a cruise around the Mediterranean Sea. This was a standard route for this ship, made stops in Italy, France, and Spain. It was about 7:20 p.m. when the ship departed with 1023 crew members and 3206 passengers. Wow. So about 4200 people in total. So many people on board, my god. Is that crazy? It's so mm. big. And it's multi-level and everything, but, like, it's so many people just on this big, giant floating thing. It's crazy.
0: I don't. I really don't know how I feel about cruise ships. Yeah. That's, like, you see pictures and stuff, and it looks great. It looks like paradise, but it's so many people trapped on a thing.
2: Yeah, trapped on a somewhat dangerous thing. So I'm
0: just not sure.
2: I also get um, seasick. So I don't think it's for me.
3: But the thing is, Matt. I think after this report, you'll want to go on a cruise ship even more. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, great. I mean, I'd-, <laughs> I'd definitely be up for it. I just never have before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we really needed to get previous guest Kirsty Wee back on. Who, yeah. Who she she works on the high seas.
2: Yes. She loves a she loves
3: a cruise. I don't know if she loves it, but she's definitely been on them. I have
0: think, you done a cruise I ship? Think she loves
2: no. Them.
3: I've done a smaller one down the Yangtze River in China. That's right. Maybe had uh, 100 guests, I would say. Oh, okay. Maybe 150. Yeah. And there's like, you know, one dining room that you it go feels to feels like if it's, night.
2: On a, if, if it's on a river, it feels like it's going to be smaller.
3: Yeah. And the thing is, you can see the sides at all times. Yeah, wow. So, you know, if shit goes down, in theory, i just got to swim over there. Mm.
2: Yeah, that's tra- that's right. Yeah. Whereas in, in the middle of middle of the ocean. Ocean. You can't see the sides. That does feel a little <laughs> can't see the sides.
0: See the sides of the ocean. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I can't see either side of the ocean right now. It's crazy. Anyway, so according to Britannica dot com, as the Concordia approached uh Giglio Island several hours later.
3: Gigolo Island. Giglio. Oh, sorry. oh my gosh, we're in for a good time here. <laughs>
2: That's in English. Um, It deviated from its standard course, moving closer to the small Tuscan island for a maritime salute, a common practice that included the cruise ship sounding its horn. The Concordia had performed... Several in the past. So they're doing a little
3: sail-by <laughs> uh, uh, at the island. That sounds so annoying for residents. Yeah, it is. I'd be like, please, I know this is out of respect, but shut the fuck
2: <laughs> up. And it's really, it's more of like an entertaining thing for the guests on the, for the passengers. Right. It's not for the island. The island, like, the island are like, it's seven o'clock, shut up. Piss off. It's, it's, oh, by this time it's like
3: 9pm. They're like, fuck yeah. off. This happens every night with different cruise ships. Go away. Go away.
2: So, we're, we're only a couple of hours into the journey, and this is where things start to go wrong. Oh. Britannica continues. The area was known for rock outcroppings, and at some point such a formation was noticed in the ship's path. Skatino, a captain of more than seven years, ordered a change in course, but due to a language issue, Oof. the Indonesian helmsman steered the boat in the opposite direction.
0: Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a big uh, language problem.
2: Quick tidbit here the helmsman Jacob Rustly Bin was new to the job, he'd been hired very cheap.
0: Rustly Bin, <laughs> what a name! Rustly Bin, <laughs> guys, could you keep it down over there? We're trying to record a podcast, and that, that bin, bin is too Russell. <laughs> that bin. is a rustly bin. I think the fan is catching it a bit, <laughs> and the plastic is just sort of crinkling. Is
2: it just Filled
3: with chip packets? <laughs> what is it in that bin?
0: It is, Matt, That is quite a cacophony.
3: <laughs> I believe that of the thousand noises you've got in your arsenal, Matt, <laughs> Rusty Bin might be one. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, Rusty
0: Bin is one, yeah. What number oh, yeah. was that? Oh, that's. I think that might have, that was like number seven or something. Oh, wow. wow. It's
1: quite high up. Early. Yeah, yeah. yeah you it went was
0: one of the, the first requests. You went through the essentials. <laughs> yeah. Why uh, did you want to hear it? If you I,
3: wouldn't mind.
2: I'd
0: love to request it. number seven. Um, so well, lowish breeze. There's, you know, a fan's on setting two. Oh, right? okay, and, yeah, It's yeah. swiveling, so. yeah. So you will hear, um, I mean, I don't need to say this, you'll hear it, yeah. but you'll hear that the fan <laughs> is not hitting the Rustly yes, bin. As and it oscillates. And then as it oscillates, it, it hits the Rustly yeah, bin. Yeah,
1: and back and again, so. great.
3: <laughs> 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 you have to admit that bin is quite rustling. It's rustling. It is
0: distracting, and that's on the and that's a, on a low setting. Yeah. We put the
3: fan up to five. Just five? last request. What would okay. that sound like? A five. <laughs> 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 Oh, would you turn so, that
1: bloody fan? No, oh man! Yeah,
0: turn it down at the very least. That's a
1: bloody rustly <laughs> yeah, bin. Yeah, <it's> very
0: <laughs> rustly bin. <laughs> Every now and then I come to like, what are we doing? What are we doing? And you remember the context? This actually has context. Did you believe it? <laughs> How do we get here?
3: <laughs> it shouldn't have. Cl- it's silly. <laughs> So he's an Indonesian
2: man. <laughs> yes, he's just been hired. He's new. Uh, uh, I'm sure he must have some nautical qualifications in order to get the job. But previous work experience included time as a painter and a cleaner. Oh, okay. Triple and, threat. And he neither speaks <laughs> English nor Italian.
3: Okay, is there a third language that they're supposed to use on the high seas?
2: Um, on this Italian ship, pointing. Is a bit of pointing. Most of the most of the crew. At least speak basic English. I'm sure he must have some. Right, because I feel like- like But he's not fluent, so that's- In
3: aviation, like, don't all pilots have to know English because that's the international one that was picked, that they all can communicate. Surely there's something where they can communicate with this person who steers the ship. Mm. That does feel like it should be important that there's clear
2: communication there, yes. You
0: know who would have been perfect in this scenario? Me in year eight. Uh, uh-huh I spoke English already Yes Well, you yeah, know, as well as I do Yeah <laughs> But uh, in year eight, I was also learning Italian and Indonesian Oh, that would be <laughs> you, so That would have been the perfect You are the triple threat It would have been the perfect time for me to yeah. uh, get a gig on the Costa Concordia yeah. Do you
3: remember how to say left or right in either language?
0: No <laughs> <laughs> But at it's the sinister. time, I was, that's why I said in year eight, not now
3: <laughs> Jess but, is looking it up
2: No, I'm pretty sure left in Italian is something like sinistra. It's like sinister mm. Left in it's Italian Sinistra, correct. Sinistra.
3: Beautiful. I don't remember what right is.
2: I um, don't care.
0: Uh, correct. <laughs> correcto.
3: <laughs> you want me to turn the ship correcto? Yes. Yeah, turn it in the right direction. <laughs> correct.
2: So the captain has said, oh, there's some rocks up ahead. Change course. The Indonesian helmsman has steered the boat in the wrong direction. Toward rock? Back to Britannica. It reportedly took 13 seconds to correct the manoeuvre. The boat's bow ultimately swung clear, but the stern collided with the reef at approximately 9.45 p.m. Confusion on the bridge resulted in conflicting orders, but the damage had been done. The Concordia's port, the left side, had suffered a 174-foot or 53-metre tear.
0: Mm, wouldn't have happened to a glass boat. No. Nah. Glass doesn't tear.
3: Tear? <laughs> <laughs> hmm? Challenge that. Yeah. Would hmm? like to hear a reply? <laughs> doesn't tear. Does
2: glass tear? Yeah.
0: Google it. Yes or no? Google it. No, no, no. no. Yes or no? (laughs) Yes or no. It's
2: a yes or no question. We can move on after that, but yes (laughs) or no right now.
0: No, No, I guess it doesn't.
2: Thank you um wikipedia which is like a, a website i found wikipedia.org sort of has like um information about ships oh so cool oh right. i guess that's why i hadn't found
3: it before because I, I was gonna guess that was indonesian i was gonna ask matt if you'd heard of it but right. it's, about ships okay it's I'm about ships. That.
2: it yeah. says it was 115 feet or 35 meters so there's a fair difference there but i'm leaning towards believing britannica
0: okay
3: okay right but still over so Wikipedia
2: it's a big gash
3: it's- right in the side how many metres was the end? 50 metres. 50 metres? this thing's like nearly 300 metres long, so yeah. it's a big section. Yeah, that's a great-
0: 50 metres, what is that? Yeah, it's probably like a, a half wedge.
2: Half a wedge. Half a wedge. Into the green? Yeah, that's right. Thank you for putting it into context. I, did. I played golf
0: understand. once last year, so I think I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> did you use the wedge?
0: Uh, yeah, sand. I think
3: I, sand or otherwise?
0: Uh, I think I avoided the sand that day. Oh, well done. Um, I hadn't, and I had quite a lot of shots as well. Wow. So really, that makes it even more you're impressive. You're really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really good. That's I had impressive. heaps of
3: shots. Yeah, I, had, I had plenty of opportunity to hit it into the sand.
0: And I didn't. I didn't. Yeah.
2: Managed to dodge it every time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty in crazy. Fact, I did 18 holes with a putter.
0: <laughs> That's clever. Cool. I think I probably would have played better <laughs> if I used that tactic to be honest.
2: So, yeah, big old hole in the side of the ship. An important thing to note is that the gash is below the water
3: line. Oh, great. You can't even see it. Just where you want it. That's great. You You know, like when you
2: put like, a,
0: a stain on
3: the couch and you go, actually, this is where the pillow goes anyway.
2: Yeah. yeah. No one will ever see you. Flip you the know cushion. that?
0: You know when you do that? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. You know when
2: you shit on the couch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you shit, you're like, shit oh, in the back right. corner of the
3: couch and you <laughs> realize, hang on.
0: And the other thing about it being below the water, like positive pressure will mean the air inside the boat will keep the water out, I suppose.
2: I would assume so. Yeah. Something like
0: that. Yeah.
2: Um, the impact sheared two long strips of steel from the ship's hull. These were later found on the seabed, ninety two to ninety six meters from the main island. Five compartments, including the engine room, were flooding, and the ship soon lost power.
0: Oh, well, it's flooded the engine. Don't oh, ride that. No. Don't ride the clutch, mate. Come on, mate. has <laughs> from- gotta <laughs> Do you remember that ad? There used to be an ad. Don't ride the clutch. It was like a dad teaching his kid how to drive. Stop riding the clutch. <laughs> no, I don't
2: remember that ad. My, sure.
0: my real life version of that, and I'm sure I've told you before, was my dad going, gutter, gutter. He's on. The, he's not used to being on the passenger side. So he was just like endlessly paranoid that I was riding the gutter. I was going to hit the gutter. Gutter, gutter. <laughs> yeah. He, was, he did, was not a chilled out driving instructor. Gutter,
1: gutter. Don't
3: ride the gutter. Don't ride the gutter. <laughs> so engines gone is there only one engine room so that's it for the engines I guess so Um, okay and then the electricity the power's gone yes that's not good
2: Um, because in addition with neither the engines nor the rudder functioning the ship couldn't be steered
3: so they're they're just kind of stuck they've lost all power They can't steer it. And and can I just ask, so they've gone along the rock. They're not stuck on it. They're just now floating with a big hole in the side. Yeah, kind of. Filling up with water, I assume. Oh, dear.
2: Um, Scatino, this is from uh, Wikipedia. Scatino said that before approaching the island, he turned off the alarm system for Costa Concordia's computer navigation system. He said, I was navigating by sight because I knew those seabeds well. (laughs) I'd done the move three, four times. Oh, okay, great. So he knows them well, like the back of his hand. He doesn't need the computer navigation system. He can do this by eye at night.
3: The thing that would flash up and say there's a rock there. Yeah. Don't hit that bit. Correct.
2: (laughs) Um, So he turned that off because he's like, I've got this. Um, He told investigators that he saw waves breaking on the reef and turned abruptly, swinging the side of the hull into the reef. Admitting to a judgment error, Scatino acknowledged ordering the ship's turn too late. The captain initially said the ship was about 300 metres from the shore, which is only the length – it's the length of the vessel. They're really close. Um, And it hit an uncharted rock. The ship's first officer – Uh, Chiro Ambrosio told investigators Scatino had left his reading glasses in his cabin and repeatedly asked Ambrosio to check the radar for him. So he's turned off the system. He doesn't have his glasses on. He's doing it by sight. Right. Good. He's not asking someone to go
3: get the glasses?
2: Nah. He's just like, what's the radar say? (laughs) Yeah, we're fine. So a couple of things here. Yes, the Sail Pass salute had been approved by Costa Cruises' managers um, in 2011 for a daytime sail. Um, to coincide with a festival that was happening on the island. So cuz he was sort of like they said I could do it. <laughs> it's like, oh.
3: it's like on a specific cruise. They
2: approved d- it for a different time. <laughs> but you don't you not you weren't really supposed to. It wasn't planned. He said they had given him or they told him to do it on this particular cruise, but I, I don't know if that's true. Oh, I just thought
0: it was an open invitation, you know, yeah. know, whenever. <laughs> whenever if you're ah! ever about, you know? just have a you can do it whenever. That's all good. Cool. Just
2: do a cruise by. Anyway, on deck, most passengers were in the dining room and uh, the dining hall at the time of the impact. They heard a sudden loud bang, which a crew member said over the intercom was due to electrical failure. So they come over the lads they're like, Don't worry, it's fine. Wow, Just an like, electrical quick lie. failure. Quick,
0: quick, <laughs> quick. <laughs> lie.
2: Electrical failure doesn't make me feel super confident. No, that doesn't sound good. No.
0: What, what's the worst? like so most are in the dining room? That's not a good place to be. You know, you're putting a fork up to your mouth. Not ideal, but what's the worst place on a boat? Toilet. Toilet. Water slide.
2: Water slide. Um, or would that
0: make the water side better? That would be more exciting. Yeah. Right? Maybe. What if you're like setting a mousetrap or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Shaving. Like-
2: Shaving. <gasps> yeah. That'd be bad. Shaving, Shaving your
0: neck. Balls. Oh, your Shaving balls. Shaving
3: your balls. <laughs> 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 Which, why didn't you do that before the
0: cruise? Yeah. Well. Know, I didn't
3: think I was going to pick up, and I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in a minute. give <laughs> <Excuse> me <laughs> a second.
0: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I did. It's just very fast-growing hair.
2: <laughs> Within a couple of hours of leaving.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: already got her back to my room. <laughs> Just, that one, is just one second. Old dog. <laughs> Wait
3: a second. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, there's so much blood. Oh, don't worry. I've still got one left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a big gash. <laughs> I've warped <lopped> one off. <laughs> I'm not giving up this opportunity.
2: <laughs> Passengers were assured that there was nothing to worry about and that everything was under control. But pretty soon, the ship lost cabin electrical power. Um, Shortly after the initial impact, a passenger later said, the ship started shaking, the noise, there was panic, like in a film. Dishes crashing to the floor, people running, falling down the stairs. It was quite quickly people were like, fuck. Yeah. So, they've hit rocks. There's a massive gash in the side of the ship. The engine room is flooded and the ship has no power.
3: But they're quite close to shore, is that right? Yeah, they are. Okay.
2: Without propulsive power and no emergency electrical power, it kind of just, it was just floating a little bit. It sort of moved through inertia, and and the settings of her rudder, it just sort of continued to kind of float a little bit. Just after 10 p.m., Costa Concordia, it sort of, the ship turned south slightly, and the vessel was, was then listing to starboard. Now, listing is the nautical term when a ship takes on water and tilts to one side. So, right. when it's, it's listing, it's sort of kind of tilting over.
0: Getting ready to go to the shops.
3: So it's listening. <laughs> so it's, it's tilting it's, on the side that hasn't been hit. Is that right? Uh,
2: so hit on the port. How does that make sense?
3: I don't know. Maybe, maybe like the water comes in on the left side and then it starts filling up. I don't know. Yeah. So I don't it's know. now tilting away from the, the rock that it yeah, would
0: hit. Yeah. That makes sense to me because it would be coming in from. Yeah. And then if it's tilting, because if it was tilting the other way, the water would be going out again.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a scientist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, anyway. but I, I do think if they flooded the engine, like I did that with my lawnmower once. Yeah, and I, I think it was because I yeah I started on a cold day or something. Oh, and I think so. Mate, did they? Do you think? And then I yeah <laughs> I didn't let it to run or something.
2: I think a lawnmower is similar. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a motorhead. I should say
0: that. Yeah. I'm a bit of a gearhead, bit of a a, a machine head. Yeah, there are a, a few bands that I know the names of, but the um uh. So I just wonder if maybe they started the ship. On cold, and that's flooded the engine. That's
2: probably it.
0: And the reef was just an unfortunate coincidence. Yeah, yeah. and
2: they blamed, it.
3: they blamed it on the rocks.
0: <laughs> They're like, oh, it's electrical failure. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a reef. Oh. really, they
3: just didn't warm up the engine. Yeah. Uh, it, it, They're d- embarrassed. It's not a flooded engine. We just have a giant hole in the side of the ship. Yeah.
0: Great cover story. Great yeah. cover story. How mate?
2: fast can they go? Do they go fast? Cruise ships? Yeah. Yeah, pretty quick.
0: Hmm. You know, they go nautical quick. I like how things are nautical miles. Yeah, it's knots. Fun. How many knots does this thing do?
2: And it means nothing <laughs> banging, to you're me. You're
0: getting on banging on the side. Yeah. I've <laughs> uh, that guy. What's
2: under the hood? Yeah, if, if Especially was... because
0: I don't know what any of the answers mean. Nah. One on the plane one time. What day was it with you, Dave? I knocked on the plane. I said, "What do they make? Is that a steel? <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of steel?" <laughs> and the guy didn't. I don't think he, he was uh, down with my humor there. I think He's sick of
1: it. What do you, what
0: do you make this? <coughs>
2: what's this, uh, what's this? this?
0: Looks pretty oh. solid. Hmm. <laughs>
2: Anyway, so it's listing now initially by about 20 degrees and it sort of came to rest, kind of settled at like 10.45 p.m. Um, So it's tilting on its right side. It's taking on water. Um, From History.com, the safety of his passengers and crew wasn't Scatino's number one priority as he assessed the damage to the Concordia. The impact and water leakage caused an electrical blackout on the ship and a recorded phone call with Costa uh, Crociere's Crisis coordinator Roberto Ferrani Fer- Ferrarani, showed he tried to downplay and cover up his actions by saying the blackout was what actually caused the accident. Oh, he's like, "No, nah, there's a blackout, and then we hit a rock because of the blackout."
0: Oh, that's good. I was going to say you can't blag your way out of a huge gash downside, but he's he's blaming the the crash on the blackout. Yeah, I
3: thought that maybe he was going to say it was like that when I got on. <laughs> <laughs> I What are you talking yeah. about? Your yeah. last captain. You so this is Come,
2: come on, come on. It's, it's sort of like when you pick up a hire car, and <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, you yeah. have to check it for scratches and, yeah, and stuff. You take photos of it. Yeah. Uh, see this, here. I want you to write that on the incident
2: report. Yeah. yeah. Can,
0: well, yeah. I'm. I'm being generous, calling it a nick. That's a gash, mate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's a gash right there, mate. I'll still take it.
0: <laughs> now, Jess, you did say it wasn't his first priority. Um, uh-huh. How far down the list was it?
2: Pretty far down, okay. I think. Yeah. And,
0: and Dave, oh, you could probably tell from now what. What was his first priority?
3: Probably having
0: a smoke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Smoker, mate. It's. it's smoker. Okay, come on. Sorry. Come on.
3: It's not my fault. If I miss it now, I won't have one for ages. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this is part of what's recorded on that
2: phone conversation. He says, "I've I have made a mess, and uh, and practically the whole ship is flooding." Scatino oh my god. Scatino told He's pissed himself. Ferrarini. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is there a chance you could...
2: <laughs> I've made a mess.
0: <laughs> the whole place is flooding. Uh, Mate, how much? You, I've clogged the
3: toilet. <laughs> is it possible you could helicopter in some fresh pants? Honestly. <laughs> 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 I'm in a big... I'm in strife here. <laughs> These pants are unwearable. Yeah, help me out. Come, come on. Off. I've worked for the company for ages. Please.
0: <laughs> if no one respects a captain with soggy pants. <laughs> They're not looking me in the eye. Everyone's looking at my crotch. <laughs>
2: They're like, can you smell piss? <laughs> nah. No, 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 of course not. No, nah, no, that
3: smell was here when I got here. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. He goes on to say, what should I say to the media, to the port authorities? I have said that we have had a blackout. <laughs>
3: What should I say to the media? He's yeah. you going to do a press conference? <laughs> he's just- Dude, no is, is He just no- It's like he
2: knows he's fucked up and he's just sort of like- Yeah. Oh, I've got to get myself out of this. So, Scatino didn't immediately alert the Italian Search and Rescue Authority about the accident. The impact on the rocks occurred about 9.45pm local time. And the first person to contact rescue officials about the ship was someone on the shore, according to oh the investigative God. report. One, one source I read said a woman on board called her mother- who wasn't on the ship, who then called, like, the authorities. What, but, and the captain did
1: it. But hasn't
3: the captain also the Costa Concordia crisis manager?
2: Yeah. Has he not told anyone? No. How many crisis... And so he's not on the ship. He's on land and he hasn't told anybody. And he's probably
3: been waiting for this phone call for four years. How many <laughs> How many, how, many, how many? of their ships go down? It's your time to shine, yeah, mate. come on, man. No, you, no. Didn't, you don't even call the police? Not saying anything. Call the ambulances?
0: That is, yeah. I, this, I don't think they've handled this very well.
2: Well... They get worse. So, search and rescue contacted the ship a few minutes after 10 p.m., but Scatino didn't tell them what had happened for about 20 more minutes. And even when he did finally tell them that, yes, the ship is taking on water, all he requested were tugboats.
0: Oh, you love tugboats.
2: I fucking love tugboats. Yeah. They're so little and powerful. Yeah. They're so cute. <laughs> He's like, I don't need rescue boats or any nearby ships or Coast Guard or the Navy or anything. Um, just give us a tow back out and we'll
3: be on our <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah,
0: just send us out.
3: I just need a couple of hockey straps. I'll be able to sort this one out. Yeah, we right. just need, Thank a, you. need
0: a jump start. Thanks, David. <laughs> no, Once you not- get us going, we'll be fine. We'll be yeah, right. I'll handle it for we'll you. We'll be all right. 20 minutes, you are, don't tell me there's another smoko. Geez, the timing of this has been unlucky, hasn't
3: it? <laughs> Look, this is going to be a big day after this. I'll miss the next smoko. So I'll just have two now <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: and
3: then I'll get into, I'll get into gear. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah but I'm really going to take my time. Um, So about half an hour after the impact, passengers had gathered at muster points in their life jackets as they'd been instructed to do by crew. Okay, I'm I'm glad that that's happened. Well, there's video of a crew member telling passengers, we've solved the problems and we invite everyone to return to their cabins, which is not the case. Has
3: anyone, that's not, that information is not correct
0: in any way. No, not in any way. Does Um, the person saying it believe it?
2: Who knows? unsure about that one. History.com again says uh, a little more than an hour after impact, the crew began to evacuate the ship but the report noted that some passengers testified that they didn't hear the alarm to proceed to the lifeboats. Evacuation was made even more chaotic by the ship listing so far to starboard making walking inside very difficult and lowering lifeboats on one side near impossible. Because the ship is hanging on its side Mm. so you
3: can't lower the lifeboats from that side. Right, and imagine that it's probably
0: 50 50. So it's still, right? wait, it's still listing? Yeah. So they're going, everything's fine. we we'll fixed the problem. <laughs> and they're all on a diagonal. Yes. <laughs> like their rooms, everything's falling out of their cupboards. Yeah. That's and funny. they're like,
2: everything's fine. Head back to your room. Uh, I think the show's starting in <laughs> uh, 15 minutes. Yeah, we've got
3: Macbeth starting in 15.
2: <laughs> you got time to grab a drink, sit, go to the toilet before the show.
0: Uh, we're doing it a bit differently tonight. We're calling it uh, Drunken Macbeth. So, <laughs> so if you see him sort of wobbling around on stage, yeah, That's they're why. just having a bit of fun. Just a bit, just of, a bit fun, of fun.
2: Anyway, so, yeah, they they can't move around. Making things worse, the crew had dropped the anchor incorrectly, causing the ship to flop over even more dramatically. Oh.
0: If you're not dropping an anchor correctly, I think, yeah, we're in strife here. Yeah. That feels like they'd teach you that day one. Surely. Day one. That's Day one anchor. Day one ship school. Drop anchor. Drop anchor. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does.
2: Some passengers jumped into the water to swim to shore, while others, ready to evacuate the vessels, were delayed by crew members up to 45 minutes as they resisted immediately lowering the lifeboats.
0: Isn't boats. that amazing that they're going, I don't trust them, I'm just going to-
2: 300 metres to land, they're just like, I'll swim for it.
0: It'd be the same as walking from one end of the boat to the other. Yeah. That easy. Why don't they just swing the boat around and then they can walk? <laughs>
3: you, use it like a bridge. Yeah. That makes way more sense. Um, but I imagine that, that option isn't up for you know, some people will be elderly, some people are course. there with children, like you can't everyone just can't some swim. Some of for them it. would have
0: forgotten their goggles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I went for a swim I yesterday. <laughs> with me. I went for a swim yesterday and struggled at fifty metres. Oh yeah. I was like, oh my god, swimming so hard.
0: Isn't it fun? I did last summer I went to a local pool twenty five meters and it was a battle to get to the other end. I'm like, oh no, oh, yeah. I've uh, I'm unfit. Yeah, and that's that's control
3: conditions. And yeah. I mean, yes. imagine the lights were on or you're outside, but this is in yes, the dark. Yes, right. Yes, this is nighttime. So, that's
0: scary. Their lights went on, but, yeah, the sun was up. Yeah. <laughs>
3: the sun was on?
0: The sun was on. Was the sun on? What about the sunroof? I wrote yeah. one time when I was in um, – visited my cousin in uh, Monte Carlo. It was the week that uh, Steve Irwin died. Right. And I caught a train down to see him. He was working there or something. And we went to this fake beach they have there, and I was a little boy – that people would swim out to. A buoy. A buoy, So sorry.
3: I was it some sort of like a paddling little child out
0: there? But it was basically just like a floating crate on the water and people would swim out there, sit on there, you know, have a little wobble and to, then do a couple back. of bombs off of it, yeah. And uh, I got halfway out and I'm like, I'm battling. Yeah. But there's still so far to go. Oh, no. But there's probably just as far or more to get back. I'm like, what do I do? I kept going and I got out to the buoy and just lay on it, gasping for air. Yeah. Remembering that my cousin, who I was just going for a quick swim with, is a triathlete. Sure. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I? Th-? He said it was an easy swim. That's not a normal person easy no, swim. No, no, no. And I'm, I'm probably not even as good as a normal person at swimming.
1: Yeah.
0: And but then so I'm like there, gasping, and I've got to make the whole swim back again. I, I died that day. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a bit of a bit of a twist, but I've been a ghost this whole Whoa. time. Yeah. Wow because that was in that was in uh, 2006
3: That explains and why you're so were, white. Yeah. If you were to estimate how far that was in meters from
0: from the shore. Do you reckon I, it was 300? Was, I think it was 20 20 meters. No. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been 300, but it would have it would have only been 100 yeah. probably. So 300 I I mean you No, hope, I'm
2: not making it. Mate, even, there's
0: got to be some, like, because I did make it back, even though I felt like I, I wanted, like, yep. I wouldn't have been a, a normal pool, probably. There must be something that kicks in a little bit. that If you're swimming for your life. There, yeah, maybe. The, Adrenaline. That's a little extra, but yep. it, it can't make you do something that's humanly impossible for no. you.
2: Some sources report that the ship didn't. List, like, didn't tilt until, like, after 11. And therefore, if Scatino had given the order to abandon ship, the lifeboats could have been launched earlier, allowing the passengers to reach safety in a more safe way. So, if he'd just done the bare minimum...
3: Early, Fuck.
2: not self-preservation
0: it- mode. Yeah, he needed to go into everyone preservation yeah. mode.
3: Yeah, in the meantime, he's like being like, "What do I say to the media? Where's the hair and makeup team? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. that's right. it's gonna look
0: bad for me. Does this tie go with this shirt?" <laughs> <laughs> Mate, just hit the button that lowers the lifeboats. Come yeah. on. And by the way, I need some pants. Please. <laughs> please. Please.
2: Can the hair and makeup people please bring me some pants? I'm still pissing. It,
1: it won't stop.
0: stop. <laughs> I don't know how it's happening. I, didn't, I haven't had that much liquid. I'm honestly scared. What am I? What is this now? I can't just it's be. It's basically dust now. Are
2: my organs melting and, and coming out my bladder? Yes.
0: <laughs> so.
2: So, yeah.
0: Yes. I've I'm, I'm just been assuming because they're so close to shore that there's no fatalities, but I'll keep assuming that until you mm-hmm. tell me otherwise.
2: So, yeah, that was some sources saying that if he'd just given the order, they, they would have been able to lower the lifeboats. Other experts stated that a delay might be justified considering the hazards in launching lifeboats while a ship is moving. So- the, Okay. The, okay. Um, The staff or or second captain, the staff captain, Roberto Bossio, is said to have coordinated some of the deck officials in much of the evacuation. He began to evacuate the ship before Scatino's order. Many junior officers and crew members who were aware of the severity of the situation also began readying lifeboats and moving passengers from their cabins before the abandoned ship order was given, a move that has been characterized as a mutiny. They went, this is dangerous.
0: These people have to get off.
2: We have to start evacuating. And they've done that before the captain said so, so that is
0: considered a mutiny. So, it's like, you'd call that a good mutiny? Yeah. They need a different word, yes. I reckon. I know. Are they
2: being criticised for that? Or- no, I don't think so. Okay. Um. Well, surely they couldn't. They've done the right thing in starting to look after people's safety and do their jobs. Yeah. But they're so all no, in I jail now. They're all in jail, yeah. and they deserve to be because of mutiny. Mutiny. <laughs> they're in the sea jail. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Under the ocean? Yeah. Submarine jail.
0: They're, oh, okay. They're not swimming with the fishes. Concrete shoes sort of stuff. No, no, na, no, no, na, no, 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 na, no, na, no, na, no, no, no. They're, they're just underwater. Underwater. They're just in a- They're an underwater prison. They're in a permanent underwater prison. <laughs> submarine. Submarine. Don't okay? be stupid. A permanent submarine. Yeah,
2: nothing weird. Okay. Nothing weird. <laughs> <laughs> just 10- a bit of fun. <laughs> at 10.39, the first rescue vessel arrived. Approximately 15 minutes later, Scatino finally ordered the Concordia abandoned so, he's finally made the abandoned ship call. I was just nearly
3: two hours after hitting a rock. Uh,
2: it's a, uh, yeah, it's an hour later, Um, hour and a bit later. Um, though, as I just said, crew were already taking action to evacuate passengers.
3: He's looked around and gone, abandoned ship, and he's the only one on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, I've left this a bit
2: late. I mentioned that some passengers jumped into the water to swim ashore. Um, three people did sadly drown after jumping <sighs> into the water mm. and another seven were seriously injured. Um, Italian Coast Guard, Navy and Air Force took turns airlifting passengers out and the local fire chief said his men plucked 100 people from the water and saved around 60 others who were trapped in the boat.
1: Oh, my God. So, there's a
2: lot of people from several different organizations who are doing their best to get people out of the ship safely. Someone who wasn't doing that was the ship's captain. Oh, okay. According to investigators, Scatino had left the ship by 11.30 p.m. Private jet? He didn't even stick around for two hours.
0: Well, the captain always goes down with the ship. So, he was probably just popping off to buy some more cigarettes for yeah. the next smoker. Who air, I'm sure back. he'll be back to go down yeah. with the ship. Well,
2: it's actually- It's funny. It's so crazy and not at all his fault because what happened was he fell into a lifeboat.
0: No. And-
2: <laughs> And once you're in, there's no possible way to get out of a lifeboat. Have he fell. He slipped. Those
0: lifeboats, those inflatable ones, are you kidding? It's like being on a jumping castle. Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah, Try and get out of them.
2: He was just, like, rushing to save everyone, and he somebody had left, like, a banana peel or something, oh and he slipped, God. and he fell
3: into the lifeboat, and that's not his
2: fault. Was uh! this guy
0: basing his life on Billy Zane from Titanic?
3: Incredible stuff, yeah. <laughs> that is completely understandable, though. If you fall into a boat- yeah, you have to go with the boat. Yeah, he's, yeah. that's now the boat's chosen you. Yeah, yeah, and you're the captain of that boat now. Yeah, and if you were to leave that boat, that would be a
0: crime. Yeah, yeah, you
3: uh, know, I'm captain of this ship yeah, now. The yeah. captain doesn't leave your ship. I go to shore
2: with this ship.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. And um,
2: genuinely though, people tried to get him to go back to the ship, and he
3: refused he, when he was in a lifeboat. Yeah, they were like, "Dude, you got to go back up there." And he's like, "La la 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 <laughs>
2: la." la, la. Hi, you. In one – there was a there was um, several phone calls. In one telephone call from the Coast Guard to Scatino, Captain Gregorio De Falco repeatedly ordered Scatino to return to the ship from his lifeboat and take charge of the ongoing passenger evacuation. At one point in the call, De Falco grew so angry at Scatino's stalling that he raised his voice and told Scatino, Vado a bordo, cazzo! Which literally most likely is get back on board, you prick. But depending <laughs> on the source, it can, uh, some people have translated it as get the fuck back on board, get back on board for fuck's sake, <laughs> or get on board, damn it. Katzo is a is a word that is all encompassing, can be used
0: for so oh, many different things. It's a, bit of a word. It's it's beautiful a bit of a word. Beautiful. Beautiful name for a boy or girl. So oh, funny. little katsu Ah,
2: baby katsu <laughs> Despite this talking to, Scatino never returned to the ship from the lifeboat he fell into.
0: Did he literally say he fell into it?
2: Yeah, that was part of his thing. Okay. He's like, I fell.
0: <laughs> I thought I thought you were taking a bit no, of comic he license He said there. he
2: fell into it.
0: Oh, my God. Incredible. What is I'll this I'll show you a picture like? of this guy later
2: and you'll be like, it all makes sense. Okay. He just looks like an absolute skis. Okay. It's incredible. Anyway, so it took several hours to evacuate the ship. At 104, an Air Force official uh, officer who was- Uh, lowered on board by helicopter reported that there were still 100 people on board of like there were 4,000 or something so they've got a lot of people off.
3: Mostly in in lifeboats?
2: I think so and while the ship's captain refused to go I think but they're also airlifting people out so I think it's lifeboats and then other smaller boats and airlifting it's a whole whole thing and while the ship's captain refused to go back to it the deputy mayor of the island went on board (laughs) to help with rescue operations. Wow that's brave. At 3.44 a.m., the Air Force officers reported that 40 to 50 people were still on board, and at 4.46, the evacuation was noted as complete. But the drama wasn't over because not everyone was accounted for. So the next day, the 14th, the survivors were transported to Porto Santo Stefano in Tuscany, while the Italian Navy, Coast Guard, and Fire and Rescue Services searched within the ship for missing people. Pitch black conditions with large furniture drifting around made the rescue operation hazardous, Divers would find a path into the ship and tie down obstacles such as mattresses before making noise to alert trapped people. It sounds like it would just be a really tedious and laborious task. Like the search dives were planned as 50 minutes in duration and they had extra air tanks positioned within the ship in case of emergency. Um, the divers had two headlamps positioned on their helmets because underwater visibility varied from approximately 80 to 10 centimetres. So 10 centimetres? So, at its widest, you could see 30 centimetres in front of you.
0: Okay, well, that's, Th- uh, that's a pretty 30, short 30 putt.
2: inches or 4 inches. You could see maybe 10 centimetres in front of you or 80. Yeah, that's not far. That's not you far. You should be
0: dropping apart from that length.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, that first day, they searched all day and into the night. And from Wikipedia, divers and firefighters continued to search for survivors who might have been trapped in the ship and rescued a South Korean newlywed couple who slept through the partial sinking.
3: No way.
2: Only to awake and find they could not open their cabin's door.
0: Wow. They
2: slept through a shipwreck.
0: That's- a deep sleeper. Oh, Very wow. jealous was of it, that. Was
3: it their wedding night? <laughs> were they a little tired? Well, they were like, yeah, I
0: know, so we were sleeping. We just thought the uh, the room was a-rockin'. We thought we did that. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone
2: got that? Everyone got that? Oh. Oh. I didn't rock her world. <laughs>
3: she said I did. Um, I'm so happy that they got out, though. But I that's know. That's so cool. And so presumably they can't open the door because of debris and water and things like I think that so, in front yeah. of their
2: door. Oh, they wow. also found their ship. One of the ship's crew, the, the purser, who had a broken leg and wasn't able to get themselves out, so they saved them. Um, so these three were sadly the last remaining survivors. Over the next couple of weeks, rescue efforts continued despite challenging weather conditions and the ship shifting position. Although now the efforts were less about rescue and more about recovery. In total, thirty-two people died in the disaster. And the last body wasn't recovered until November 2014, a couple of years later. Wow. So, 32 people died.
0: Man, like, he he's- Like, their blood's on his hands, right? Yeah. But it's not just him. Who gave him that job? He was clearly so yeah. underqualified for, and who gave a job to a guy who couldn't communicate? Yeah. Like, there's obviously people higher up who um, have been negligent as well. Yeah.
2: And I did read that, like, the crew- all had at least some basic English. They might not have been fluent, but I'm talking, like, everybody who worked on the ship, so that's including, like, cleaners, cooks, everything. It's less important that they can speak English perfectly in an emergency. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. of the people steering the ship, you should be able to understand each other really clearly because it's very important for safety. I know, it's pretty full on. Um, But a disaster like this doesn't just magically fix itself, and Britannica does a pretty good job of summarising the aftermath. So it says, with Giglio Island lying in a protected marine area, environmental issues relating to the Concordia wreck were were of particular concern. The vessel was on the edge of an underwater cliff, leading to worries that the ship might slip and break apart, causing an oil spill. To lessen any potential damage, oil booms were placed around the wreckage and in Feb of 2012, salvage workers began removing more than 2,000 tonnes of fuel. The undertaking was completed the following month. So that's like pretty quickly after. It's within a couple of weeks they're out there trying to like get rid of all that and and make it as environmentally safe as possible. Yeah. During this time, work also began to remove the vessel in what was the largest maritime salvage operation in history. It was not until September of 2013 that the – 114,000-ton Concordia was finally righted. The 19-hour process involved specially built underwater platforms, cranes, and some 500 people. In July of 2014, the Concordia, outfitted with a number of steel containers serving as flotation devices, was towed to Genoa in Italy where it was dismantled for scrap. So it sat there for ages. And I've seen video um, from like a news story where people are just like at the beach and the ship is right there, like people are just like using the beach as normal, having a nice time. Yeah, well, and, and it's the just ship's sitting there, right there. It's three hundred meters away. You can see it so clearly. And there was also like people would turn up to take pictures of it. There were little like boat tours you could go on and get up close to it. It just felt, and this was soon after, mm. so it felt really icky, very strange. Humans, huh? So that was a slowish process, but still surprisingly quick. Um, but something that happened much quicker was an investigation into what happened, particularly whose actions were to blame for the disaster and the loss of lives. Francesco Scatino, who had worked for Costa Cruises for 11 years and First Officer Ciro Ambrosio, were arrested. The captain was detained on suspicion of manslaughter and for violations of the Italian Penal Code and Code of Navigation on three specifications of his having caused the shipwreck owing to imprudence, negligence and incompetence resulting in deaths, having abandoned about 300 people unable to fend for themselves, and not having been the last to leave the shipwreck.
3: So that is a crime. Uh, the captain you- is legally obligated to be the be last. Be the last,
2: yeah. Or Yeah, I don't know if it's like- Or maybe I was reading a U.S. thing where it's not technically a law, but they can be, they can get in trouble for it. So it's sort of like I think it is probably a rule then.
0: It makes sense. I guess so.
2: That's just part. That's
0: one of the things you agree to do when you're.
2: And you're in charge in an emergency, and he didn't do anything. Yeah, Yeah, who are you
0: leaving behind? Yeah, you're in charge now, boy. Yeah, but obviously, what do you (laughs)
3: mean, charge what?
0: But if you fall into the lifeboat, that's not your fault, though. So, you yeah. Gotta... D- that's well, not his fault. That. Yes. Yeah, They've got to on. take that in consideration. Yeah. So if, you have to, unless one of these things happened, falling into a boat. Yep. Uh, yeah. Can't be bothered. Can't Or can't be bothered to go <laughs> on Yeah. Uh, what about you're on smoko?
2: On smoko, yeah, smoko. what happens? Have a bit of a headache.
0: Ooh, yeah. I'd, just be, not, I'd be
2: getting out of Just stuff not feeling
0: the it? Yeah. Just not yeah. feeling
2: it. But then you at least have to say, guys, I'm not feeling it. Mm yeah, can anybody else do it? Can everyone ask I'll it. get the next one.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Give a bit of notice. I like can And you just pass the hat
0: over. Yeah. You're the captain He didn't now. even do that. Yeah, well, that's that's the issue, I think. Yeah. What yeah, about oh, no, th- he did fall into the boat?
2: He fell into the boat. Yeah, so he got. yeah. So he's obviously exempt. Um on February 23rd, two additional charges of abandoning incapacitated passengers and failing to inform maritime authorities were levied against scatino So they're throwing a few things at him, and rightly so. Um, In a little bit of a wild twist, I guess, in Feb, the Associated Press reported that traces of cocaine had been found on Scatino's hair samples, but not within the hair strands or in his urine, which would have indicated he was using the drug. So I did see that he was tested for drugs and there was nothing in his system, but some people thought that was bullshit. They thought that had been falsified.
3: How embarrassing. He doesn't even know how to use cocaine. Yeah, I know. He's rubbing, he's rubbing on his hair. Hand. He thinks he it's dry it's shampoo. A, that's a dandruff
1: solution. or oh, something. Nice. I mean.
0: If any, that's going to make your dandruff look worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: 2015
2: report indicated that the ship had been carrying a large amount of mafia-owned cocaine when it sank, although senior officers were likely not aware it was on board. So, there was also a shit ton of mafia coke on there.
0: Oh, they're not going to be happy with him either. No.
2: he's in tr- Yeah, he probably wants prison, actually. Yeah. At least you're safe in there. Isn't that fucking wild? Wow. Do they- Was that recovered? I don't know.
0: Oh, the fish just started zipping around real quick. <laughs> yeah.
2: The fish tasted amazing <laughs> for a while. So, on July 20th, 2013, five people were found guilty of manslaughter, negligence and wrecking. Um, Robert Ferrarani, the company's crisis director, received the longer sentence at two years and ten months. Ferrarani, who was not on the ship, was convicted of understating the extent of the disaster and delaying an adequate response. Um, Next was Manrico Giampedroni who was the cabin service director, he was given two and a half years for his role in the evacuation, which was described as chaotic.
3: Was he the one that was like, it's fine, go back to sleep? Possibly, yeah.
2: Three crew members, First Officer Chiro Ambrosio, Helmsman Jacob uh, <laughs> Rusley-Bin, and Third Officer <laughs> Sylvia Koronika <laughs> were given sentences between one and two years. But the Helmsman, Bin, was... Uh, He was convicted for steering the ship in the wrong direction after Scatino ordered a corrective manoeuvre and Jacob Ruslan Bin actually fled. He failed to show up for court and was believed to have fled to Indonesia, but Interpol tracked him down a year later just outside Jakarta. So he just, he fucked off back to Indonesia, but they did track him down. Oh, pretty scandalous. In a separate trial for manslaughter and causing the loss of the ship, Captain Francesco Scatino sought a plea bargain agreement. It really
0: just sounds like he lost his mind. Like, everything he did made no sense. Yeah. Maybe he didn't have- Maybe that that was just how he was anyway. But it just felt like, what are you doing? None of this makes sense. What do you think- You can't just sort of, like, pretend this isn't happening and it'll go away. Yeah.
2: Well, this part might explain that. As part of this trial, um, Dominica- uh Kemmorten, Kemato- uh, who's a 26-year-old Moldovan, admitted having been Scatino's lover and having been a non-paying passenger on the ship, and after the prosecution alleged that her presence on the bridge generated confusion and distraction for the captain. So his girlfriend was on board.
3: Well, and, I was trying uh, to impress so, her. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's like when your girlfriend's around, you're yeah. not concentrating on on steering a ship. And then yeah. when you hit a rock, you, you don't even notice because your girlfriend's there. Yeah. yeah, And she's so beautiful. Yeah, and- there's a rock out here, but you're my rock in here.
0: Yeah. Oh. And here's a rock. Will you marry me?
3: Yeah. <gasps> and here's a rock of cocaine from the mafia. <laughs> yeah. Too many rocks.
0: Yeah. That's it's confusing. Get confusing.
3: <laughs> that's so nice.
2: Yeah. It's a really
0: yeah. sweet moment, actually. Oh, wow. And I think uh, this trial kind of ruins it a bit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Thanks for ruining the romance. God. So in Feb of 2015, Scatino was convicted and sentenced to 16 years in prison. He appealed against the sentence. That didn't happen. It was finalized in May of 2017. I think he appealed a couple of times. He's, most of it was just oh, come, come on. on. I fell. He's serving his sentence in, uh, in a prison in Rome. But what's also pretty wild is that while still under investigation in 2014, and this was only two years after Costa Concordia uh, sank. Upon invitation by a university in Rome, he held a panic management seminar, which obviously had quite a few controversies after that. People were like, that guy is currently on trial for really not managing a crisis well at yeah. all. What? And who was. And, that- kill- and being responsible for the deaths of 30 people. That sounds people. like
0: the what not to do seminar.
2: Yeah. And a Rome university invited him to come out and do that. That's
1: a Cashing in choice. on the-
2: Crazy. Look,
0: he, well, there's a bit of buzz around this guy at the moment <laughs> in the media. I reckon this could get us some attention.
2: Yeah. And, you know, speaking of cashing in, he also published a book in 2015 in which he characterised himself as a hero. The book was controversially dedicated to the victims of the catastrophe. Oh, man. Such poor taste. Many in the media criticised the book, especially how Scatino was attempting to profit from the disaster and paint himself in a better light.
0: Skatino. Scatino got. You said when when we look at him, it'll make sense. Yeah. What's his first name?
2: Francesco. Scatino is S-C-H-E-T-T-I-N-O.
0: Honestly, uh, what a great name, but what a shit bloke. Agreed. And, uh Yeah, okay. Yeah. You see well, what I mean? I think so. Just
2: he keep. looks a bit gross to me.
0: He's just got a big head. Big head. Which I thought you'd relate to.
2: Hey, <laughs> I've hey, got you- a cute head.
0: Hey, big and cute aren't mutually exclusive. That's true. Bigger is better. I got a
2: big, cute head.
0: You got a big, cute head.
2: So, as I said at the very start, like, we probably remember seeing this in the news because it wasn't that long ago. Coverage of this shipwreck dominated international media for weeks. The New York Times called the incident a drama that seemed to blend tragedy with elements of farce. Um, Somebody else called it the most significant event in modern maritime history because every single safety procedure designed to make sea travel safe failed miserably. In Italy, newspapers stated that Italy owed the world an explanation for the wreck and called for harsh punishment of those responsible. And this part I loved and I think you will as well. Italian commentators Reflected on the contrast between Scatino and De Falco, the on-duty uh, Italian Coast Guard, and what it said about the national character, they represented the two souls of Italy, <laughs> according to Aldo Grasso. He said, "On the one hand, a man hopelessly lost, a coward who shirks his responsibility uh, as a man and an officer." The other grasps the seriousness of the situation immediately and tries to remind the first of his obligations. So you'll remember that De Falco was the one who yelled at Captain oh. over the phone and said, Vado a bordo cazzo. Get back
3: on you cowed prick.
2: Well, that phrase became a catchphrase in Italy after this event and T-shirts with the phrase were printed uh, and sold across the country. <laughs> he became a bit of a hero, like a pop culture kind of hero.
3: Well, they get fashion over there.
2: That's so funny to me. That Great. you could just get a T-shirt <laughs> of a catchphrase that a man yelled at another man during a shipwreck. Yeah, yeah. it's baffling.
0: I think it's beautiful, a it beautiful nice. tribute. It is, and I uh, hope they dedicated it to the victims. It's beautiful I think, stuff. I think that would have been really nice. He probably wouldn't have done that. I don't think. Nah, he would have. <laughs> the been. other guy, I cannot believe he's written a book I know, as the hero. Scatino, yeah, and dedicated it to the victims. Yeah,
2: it's such poor taste That's and just awful so stuff. like. Complete lack of self awareness. Yeah, it's really yuck.
0: But uh, it's funny that Italy only has those two souls. Yeah, you think there'd be some a few souls somewhere between those two?
2: You would think so, but no, just, just those two.
0: It's a country of extremes.
2: No middle ground.
0: And uh, you know, one sixteenth of me is one of those souls. Yeah, I'll let you decide which. Coward. Um, <laughs> Put me on a ship going down. You'll see. Coward. Look, I fell. <laughs>
2: Okay, finally, in in January of uh, 2013, so a year after it happened, the municipalities of uh, the island, the the Giglio Island, and uh, the area in Tuscany where they shipped them to afterwards, they were decorated with the highest Italian civil award, the Gold Medal of Civil Merit um, for the commitment of citizens, administrators, and local institutions in the rescue of the survivors. So the people on the islands did really well. (laughs) They were... They did the right thing. Um, the mayor of the island, Sergio Ortelli, and Costa Cruises agreed that a large boulder that was wedged in the hull would be removed from the side of the vessel and be positioned on the island as a memorial to the 32 people who lost their lives. Okay. So, there were good people in this, but unfortunately a shit captain. Mm. And and it was very early on in the in the journey as well, so- Pretty harrowing
0: experience. That's like a lot of good people. Like so many were saved as well.
2: Yeah. The, oh, that's absolutely right. Yeah. Thirty-two lost their lives, which is horrendous. Plenty of people were injured, but um, that still is could have been way under hundred people when yeah. there was four thousand on board. Like it's. Um, if yeah. there weren't
0: people like the, uh, get off the boat. Get on the boat, you coward. Yeah. Guy.
2: Yeah, and the the crew hadn't just got into gear and just done their jobs, regardless of their hopeless captain. Um, mm. Air Force, th- like there was a lot of um, yeah, there was like the Navy, the Coast Guard, the Air Force. Like there was a lot of um, help there very quickly, but yeah, bit of a obviously not a not a happy ending. But a pretty wild story, and one that a lot of people story? wanted to hear. It was voted on by the Patreons, and it won. It was a bit of a tight race between three of the four topics one they were not into.
1: Oh, um,
2: but this one they it ju- sort of just won. What, uh, what year was it? Uh, t- 2012.
0: I'm trying to think of why I'd, I don't really remember. I know know the name, but I didn't I don't remember that story at all. I just
2: kind of remember it being in the news. I mean, I was probably studying journalism at the time. Oh yeah. Um, but I remember I've got the image in my head of the ship sort of on yes, its side. sunk. Yeah. Like
3: what, half poking out of the water. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I remember too. Yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah, there you go. That's the story of the of the Costa Concordia. Did
3: wow. you say the name of his book? I just looked it up. What is it? La Ferita Summers, which I've put into Google Translate as the submerged truths. Oh, oh yeah, okay. that seems even that. Oh, that feels a bit yucky, doesn't it? That people it? lost their lives in the boat, man. Like, yeah. come on, it's pretty poor taste.
0: Well, if he has been scapegoated, none of that is true, and he want, and he was the hero of the day. Yeah, yeah okay, you'd want okay. you'd want to tell your truth, of course. Uh,
2: I live to tell my truth.
0: Wouldn't it like? Wouldn't it be? It'd be awful if the whole system made up a lie about you, made you sound like you're this incompetent guy <laughs> when none of it was true. Yeah. I imagine if... Which is probably what he's saying. And yeah. if you take his word for it, and I don't see why we shouldn't.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's somebody who has done that sort of sail by three, four times and mm. decided to turn off the navigation system because yeah. he could do it by sight without his glasses at night. And, I, you know, I think I trust somebody like that.
0: Yeah. But mm. did he say he did that? He, he says he did that or is that another lie?
2: No, he said that one.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's... uh Oh boy. No good, no but he's good. in prison. Yeah, well there's that little happy ending at the end. There is. Um hey. Thanks so much for that story, Jess. A pleasure. Uh it was yeah. Well I think we should check tale. in and ask how do you feel about going on a cruise ship now, Matt? Um look, I'd I'd uh, I'd still be up for it. I think it would depend on the cruise ship. Like if it was a Kiss cruise. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know that they're, they're not probably not doing them anymore. Mm. Now they've retired.
3: I recently read about they used to be Backstreet Boys cruises. Would you be interested?
0: Yeah, I'd go on one of these. You know, like I think there's a, there was a, there's a few metal cruises, a few punk rock cruises, uh, comedy cruises is big. Yep. Um, Podcast cruise, I haven't heard of them yet, but maybe we could do one.
3: Like yeah, on international. Though water. Jess does get uh, her into the C6. Yeah, so I will, will be not difficult.
2: be able to perform, but um, I could be there.
0: What I assume we'd do is in a toilet. We'd have you. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. I was thinking like a helicopter, and you just hover just above oh. the ship.
2: Perfect. Yeah. And you'll be able to hear me really well. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So, you'll have to yell. Yeah. Sort of not that different than normal. Um, (laughs) I think that brings us to everyone's favourite section of the show uh, where we thank some of our great supporters. And they are involved via patreon.com slash do go on pod. You can get involved there too. Dave, what are some of the things they can get involved with there?
3: They can get. Two hundred bonus episodes, plus we put out three new ones every single month. And um, what else? We you get uh pre-sale tickets to live shows, discounted tickets, access to the Facebook group. And uh, You get to vote on two out of the three topics. You get what? I mean, this this early this access to tickets. Yeah, you Talk about that. Said
0: that. Uh, have you talked about uh, the Gnostic corner of the internet? Yeah, I talked about that. Uh, have you talked about? That's
3: everything then. No, oh, maybe it's everything. Hey, there's so many things. Voting
0: in the- Well, you'll get to listen to the uh, Golden Shiny Garys, which is probably about to be released. will be released soon. That's our- Yeah. A bonus episode where we do- It's the podcast, Night of Nights.
3: Exactly. Where we we get the Patreon supporters to vote for uh, their favourite episodes of the year. Their- (sighs) Favourite guest reporter of the year. All sorts of, of topics. Yeah. It's basically like the Oscars, but- It's very but self-indulgent. But important. But better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But meaningful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and no dull speeches. It's all entertaining. And uh, the first thing we like to do in this section of the show- uh, when we're thanking these great supporters. Another way, if you don't if you don't have the cash, you don't want uh, to a spot to support us like that at the moment, just telling a friend about the show. Maybe yeah. sending them a link to an episode you think they'd enjoy. Uh, warning them, of course, that it, it will take a couple of episodes to get used to the dog shit riffs.
2: That's right. you got to give us a chance.
0: Yeah, just give us a chance. Give us
2: a go. <laughs> Please. 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 Jesus. Come on.
1: Please. Don't be
0: like that.
1: Give us a chance. It's crazy. But
0: the first thing we like to do is is uh, a section called Fact Quote or Question section. I think it has a jingle, it goes something like this.
2: Fact, quote, or question. Oh, <laughs> he always remembers the oh, ding. Oh, a bit sharp there. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Bring it down. Go again. Ding. Yeah, okay. He always remembers the ding. She always remembers the jingle and the sing. And uh, if you want to be involved in this, go to the Sydney Schoenberg level or above. And you can give us a fat quote or question or really whatever you like, a brag, a suggestion, recipes. We've had jokes. You can do whatever you like. Yeah, it's really your time to shine. And I read four of them out each episode. I read them out for the first time on the show. Uh, That's just me. Pre excusing myself from stumbling over things. The first one comes from James Edwards, uh, aka, and I I believe if I'm thinking about the right person, and this might be (laughs) the sad thing, but I remember him as being a really great laugher. Yes. That's, I'm thinking of the right guy That's correct In uh, in my stand-up show in London Maybe at the podcast yeah, as well Yeah,
2: that's right Silver and Fox
0: Silver Fox, correct And uh, I think just saying Can relate I remember Is this a guy from five years ago Who really laughed at a show? Like I remember him by name The individual laugh yeah. I think, yeah, I think he's, he's one of the three I think he's one of the three over so the years juicy.
3: Oh my god, you're the one who actually laughed Thank you so much So nice to see you
0: but uh, he had a particularly big laugh. So much so that I laugh. think he, he apologised about it and I might never apologise.
2: As somebody with a big laugh- we are um, we are made to feel like shit about it. Sometimes, which is so
0: weird. It, yeah, you're the ones doing the thing that you should be I'm doing. I'm quite
2: self conscious about my laugh, to be honest. The quiet
0: laughers—they should be ridiculed. They should
2: go fuck themselves. I
0: know. I am one of those. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Matt. i <laughs> <laughs> deserved more.
2: Even Dave sometimes does a. <laughs> yeah, so
0: that's, that's good. That's well, that's him giving you something when he doesn't think you deserve Correct. anything. Oh, that's me struggling to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> that's him. That's a cry for help. <laughs> Anyway, James Edwards has given himself the title of the rich Irish wristwatch washer. Ooh. Oh, hang on! I was halfway through, but I'm like, this is specific, but it was that was designed to f me up.
2: And you did it though. And I apologize that was, for the
0: that language. Was really though. good. Uh, James is asking a question, writing, "Hey, lovely people, brag and question this time." At the time of writing, I'm sitting in my office, daydreaming about my upcoming holiday,
2: Oh
0: <sighs> vacation for Americans. Yeah, I said that. What holiday? Yeah, don't, yeah, that's what. And a woman said to me in the bar, "I told you that." Yeah, great anecdote. (laughs) Great anecdote worth repeating. (laughs) Another
3: great anecdote from Matt Stewart. How does he do it?
0: It's it's so sad that I I not only tell these bad anecdotes once, but. You're like, yeah, you've already told that one.
2: Yeah, we know, champ. We
0: already know this. It doesn't go anywhere.
2: Anyway, James's holiday.
0: On the T- 16th of December. I mean, that's right in the review mirror for us now. My husband and I will fly from London to Madrid <gasps> for three nights, then to Miami for one night. Oh, it's a it's a triple M holiday because then they go to St. Martin for a couple of weeks. Oh, Madrid, Miami, Martin. I don't know if I'm saying that right. There's double A, so let's stretch out the A sound. Go for a couple of weeks, flying home on New Year's Day. We have been planning the trip for months and clang because I don't like to fly long distances other than in business or first class. It's costing a bomb. (laughs) Do not say that at the airport. But it made me wonder, if money was no object, where would you travel to? Oh, man. Hope you're all well and have had a fab Christmas and New Year. Thanks so much, James. Thanks so
2: much. If money's no object, I'm going everywhere and I'm going everywhere, at least business. Premium economy, minimum. I I
0: love the idea of your like unlimited money. Well, premium economy for me. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I could go first. No, it first feels too fancy. Yeah, yeah I, I feel
0: uncomfortable up And I'm there. also,
2: like, I can be a bit of a picky eater. And sometimes I see people in the first class, I'm like, I don't want to eat that. Oh, right. maybe, oh, my gosh. Maybe you don't, business. They give you a menu
3: and you get to pick.
2: I know, I know, I know. You but even options. then, I'm like,
3: too fancy. You get options. You'd rather have the shl- the slop up the back I'm with the rest of it. I'm not saying
2: I'm flying economy, David. You're in, I'm in, saying business. You're in
3: premium economy with uh, an extra five centimetres.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the good stuff. Are you in twos in premium economy or are you still, like, is there still a three? Because essentially think, what I want is just to be able to just sit next to my partner and no one else.
3: I think, yeah, you do. I think you do want premium because once, you, in get, love, you, once you get up to business. <laughs> once you get up
0: to <laughs> uh, Sorry, we've got uh, <laughs> special guests on board today. Uh, they're in love. Uh, please make them very welcome. I just Jess mean, like, and partner. Uh,
2: Jess and partner, thank you. Um, I don't know. just Sometimes I'm like, I don't want a stranger there. I don't yeah. mind climbing... Over him, when he's, would I need to pee or anything? But if you're open
3: first, you're, you don't even see your partner for the whole trip. You're, okay. you're in your own little, little
2: oh, bed. Oh,
1: really?
3: Now I'm listening. You don't, you well, you're You not, like, in a bed. You know, I, I, I'm i not speaking from someone who's ever been there, but when you walk through, you look like their seats are so big and they've got a, kind of got a, a bit that goes up. There that no I in never
0: room. dare look. Yeah. <laughs> I know that I, I just assume that the, one of the hosts would be like, or hostess, they'd be Chase like. with a broom. So like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, No eye contact. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Ice Kelsey Grammer in there or something like that. <laughs> Ice Ford, Plobeon. Yeah. Uh
3: Yeah.
0: So, yes, you'd go everywhere. Everywhere. Which, no offence. Cop out answer, Dave. What about you?
3: Uh, two answers. I'll answer no. for Jess because she a cop out. Dave,
0: I'll answer for Dave. Oh
3: my god, three answers. Uh, Antarctica, uh, but I'd love to go on an African safari. Oh, yes, because yeah. there are different levels. There are some very, very, very expensive ones. So yeah. if like, if money was an option, I'd go there. And the Galapagos Islands Ooh. is so expensive to visit, but I'd love to go. Right, on. okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'll just tag on with Dave.
2: I'd go to the the Maldives. Oh, very
0: Maldives. nice, and stay in one of those beautiful.
2: Yeah. Where I have, like, I have, like, a hammock over the water. Oh and I can just jump straight into this beautiful turquoise water. I'd do that.
0: You can oh, use, use that'd be a slingshot. Amazing. Yeah. I don't, know, I, I don't know where I'd go, but I'd go to some of these places that just look sick, you know. Yeah. I just want to go to those places you're like, whoa, I can't believe I'm here. Well, I always think about those Canadian peaked ice cap mountains yeah. with the lake in front where the a moose, you know, a beaver riding a moose across in <laughs> yeah, the foreground yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be in those sort of places. Can I blow your mind for a beaches. second, though? Can I blow your mind? You have not seen that.
2: No, no, no. I'm just going to say that, like, you could- It's all about attitude. Like, you could look at this room and go, whoa. Okay. I can't believe I'm here.
0: Yeah, okay. It's going to take a bit of work, but, yeah. <laughs> um, whoa. Yeah, whoa. Yeah,
2: you know huh. what I mean? Like, we're in a fairly hot grey room right now. I did like it. That's pretty cool. I'm
0: binging myself. Yeah, with Dave and Jess. Yeah, that is, that is pr- honestly nowhere I'd rather be right now. Correct. But yeah, I'd love to go to some of those cool looking places. You know, Northern Lights, Australia, yeah, Australis. Or whatever, what did you call it? Aurora Australis. Yep. I'd love to check out these sort of places. We did. Was it a few weeks ago? We did an episode about Antarctica.
3: Yeah, looking yeah. at the order of things. <laughs> Well, we yes. recorded
0: a few weeks ago. Anyway, yeah, it was so, two
3: weeks ago for the people at home. So, right. which has
0: made me think, yeah, I'd I'd love to go see some some stuff like that. But I'd love to go to Africa, which is obviously a huge continent, so and it's such a vague.
3: Yes, but I'd love to go to a, a southern African safari and yeah. go to the Atosha National Park in Namibia.
0: I'd love to go ever. I'd love to go to the play. I'd love to do a do go on tour of the world, like go to you know that episode I talked about. A guy who broke out of a jail to climb a mountain. Yeah, yeah. Love to go to that mountain, you know. Just sort of. get but Do around. we
2: have to go on this tour together? No. Nah. Oh fuck yeah! All right, off you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Jesper, you're a you're a rough travel partner. Dave can come. Um, That's fair. Thanks. You took that too well. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting in before you, because you were like, "I don't have to come to this dude. <laughs> no, no, I don't want you to do anyway. I don't want to
2: because you suck. <laughs> <No>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, James, for that great question. Uh, you, you just uh, enjoy
2: your trip. Oh no, it's already happened.
0: Hope you enjoyed your trip. I hope it was great.
2: Yeah, it sounds amazing.
0: But yeah, it's a uh, well, those sort of questions just really just let you have a little dream. Oh,
2: it's nice That's to a dream. A, isn't a nice it? little
0: gift you gave us there, James. Our uh, next one comes from Pete Holburton, uh, aka. Field Marshal, of forgetting to submit a fact, quote, or question. Well, you've uh, failed in your job right here, I assume. And you're fired. Having a few <laughs> beers with Pete at the after the Christmas live Christmas special. Yep, I was great talking about because I was talking about him like he works for NASA, and he's like, I don't work for NASA. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, oh, sorry. He's like, yeah, I know. It's just my, just an interest of mine. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm going, okay. He's like. He probably works at a milk bar or something. I go, what do you do? He says, I'm a I'm a data scientist. I'm like, well, that sounds like a NASA <laughs> yeah. person to me.
3: I'm a data scientist for NASA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But I don't work for yeah, them. but I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, but- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. They get a bit upset, the astronauts, yeah. if you uh, start telling people you work for <laughs> they NASA. They
2: are real princesses.
0: Anyway, Pete has, aka okay, the uh, Shiny Gary Missile Man. No, what's his?
2: Fucking hell. Steely-eyed.
0: Steely-eyed. You're right. Missile man. Uh, And Pete has written a fact writing, the Windy City nickname has nothing to do with Chicago's weather. I found this out in Chicago recently as well. I have never heard this. It was coined by 19th century journalists who were referring to the fact that its residents were windbags and full of hot air. Apologies to any Chicago listeners. I'm sure it doesn't apply anymore. Go wow. bulls! rude. So I did. I did a tour. I did like a boat tour, and the the tour guide mentioned that. But I thought she said it was about the politicians there or something. The the windy city. But also, um, yeah, because it's actually not not a particularly windy city. Ah, it's uh, kind
2: of disappointing. I was I was going to enjoy the wind.
0: And the other thing that the second city, their other nickname. Mm. Uh, I always just assumed because it was the second biggest city, which I think it used to be, but. The city burnt down and a whole new city was built. Oh, shit. So, it's like the second Chicago city. Right. I mean, these are things I heard when I'm over there. Chicagans are probably yelling at their iPods Do Did you say you
3: went on a a cruise? On Uh, a boat?
0: No, on a boat, yes. Did you go down the river? I'm going to talk about that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh! This episode will already be out. I'm doing a bonus episode where I'm recapping my recent American trip, which would have come out uh, last month when listeners are hearing this now. I'm going to talk about that uh, little Chicago.
3: About the river, because what, what, I once did a, a Patreon yes. bonus episode about the day. I
0: was thinking about it on that very trip.
3: The uh, If you want to check it out, the Dave Bath- Matthews Band uh, Chicago River incident, where r- allegedly Dave Matthews Band, uh, one of their two tour- No, I think they, they got done yeah, for it. They got done for it. The bus driver.
0: Dumped a load.
3: Released the poo
0: tanks. A, p- a payload. A
3: payload, and it landed I don't on th- a no, boat.
0: No one hearing this and going, "Oh, I better sign up to hear that." No one wants to hear that. It was a fun episode, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I Jess? remember we recorded that during lockdowns. I reckon I remember sitting in my bed. Yeah, uh, I, being needed, I out. needed a poo story to keep me going. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, the next one comes from <laughs> Sam Cutler, uh, aka Sam Spamalot the Second, and Sam's offering a brag, writing, "Oh hey, my three favourites. Stop it, Sam. Hope you remember me." I do remember you. <laughs> you remember, remember me? me?
3: Sorry. Warwick Capper. That's why I laughed. That's remember me?
0: Remember me? Warwick Capper bit. Have we ever talked about it on the show? Uh, we have, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, that was the biggest thing on the footy fields. Top white shorts. Uh ball knocks.
3: Just an, an 80s football player who's known for saying outrageous things, and we love to quote him.
0: And, uh, yeah, he was featured a lot on Tony Martin's uh, radio show. Anyway- Hope you remember me. I'm the one who likes to make Matt say, Eee! And the one he ignores on the street. Ha ha. <laughs> My film, The Smeds and the Smooze. Oh, yes! I remember this. Has gone on to be nominated for an Emmy. You remember the second bit? You just forgot there. The time that outside the English show, one of the English shows, she was telling me how she called it out to me and I didn't turn around because I was just assuming she was talking about a different Matt.
3: Oh, right. I forgot that bit. But I definitely
0: remember The Smeds and the Smooze. The Smeds uh-huh. and the Smooze, anyway. Uh... It's been nominated for an Emmy. Congratulations. That's Yay. incredible. And update. They won.
3: Whoa. What? One step
0: to the EGOT. Oh, my gosh. That's so ex- exciting. Uh, I says, ah, ha, 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 Kermit victory dance. Yay. I happened to be <laughs> in Japan on holiday. So spoiled. Hiking up to a shrine where my co-director, Dan Snadden, phoned and told me the news. Whoa. I just stood there bawling my eyes out. And really freaked out some other American tourists coming up the path.
3: Well, wow, that's something you never forget.
0: Uh, you, that sounds like you're speaking from experience. How many Emmys have you on, mate? I maybe sit this one out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, if you get a phone call like that whilst you're in such an incredible yes. location. That's like,
0: holy shit, this is wild. Uh, just wanted you all to know that through working on the film every day, I would listen to you guys. And any tough things that were happening just melted away. Hamungo Hugsy. <laughs> I hope I'm reading this as as you've intended it. Hamungo <laughs> Hugsy.
2: <laughs> I think that's exactly how. And to it, you
0: too. And to you. Humungo, like huge hugs, I think is what. Yeah. Uh, also, an extra silly anecdote I thought uh, might be fun to share. Two days after I got my Emmy news, I was thoroughly convinced to do the super touristy things and dress up as a samurai at another shrine. I know, Sam Uri. <laughs> The lady told my friends and I that we, uh, if we dressed up, we would also get to see some things from the museum that they had brought uh, out just for this week. I had already worn some interesting hats and kimonos, so we were politely trying to leave, but the samurai gear looked so cool. I gave in and said, yes, I will pay the fee and wear it. Once I was dressed, they were instructing me exactly how to stand and how to hold the sword accurately. The samurai suit was beautifully made and one they used for films, so I was being very careful not to damage it. The rules were I could take some pictures in the room with a view of the mountains in the back, and that would be it. At the end, I got a stupid idea and asked if I could do a silly last pose. The ladies agreed, and I lifted my leg into a ballet pose. The ladies gasped. I love. I I, lo- I don't think I've ever done anything like that, but I'd love to one day do something that makes <gasps> ladies ladies <gasps> gasp <laughs> or anyone gasp. You know, uh, they gasped and started clapping and calling other friends over to look at me. Next minute, I'm being taken outside for more photos by the maple trees. I couldn't get my shoes on, bending over, so the lady handed me a pair of men's Crocs. I tried to say thank you, but won't where uh, won't the other person need their shoes? The main lady said, "It's fine. He doesn't need to go anywhere." We took a bazillion photos as I danced about, fully dressed as a samurai, and drew in a big crowd. The impressed lady demanded, "We go. We now go to the main temple." Oh my god! She's been shopped around now. Uh, she needed pictures for her, <laughs> her website. She spoke English and was telling us tons of facts about the area. Walking along, it was also it was also interesting. I kept forgetting why people were staring me- at me. Oh, yes. I'm dressed as a samurai. <laughs> at the temple, I ran up the stairs and a monk gonged the bell as if announcing me. I started to do- This sounds like a dream. Like, this doesn't yeah. sound like a real thing that happened. That must have been surreal, start to finish. Like, they're like, you can you can wear it for a fee, but you can only take some photos in this room. Yeah. Hang on. You can do a ballet pose. You've got the keys to the city. (laughs) You've (laughs) got it, kid. Uh, I started to do some more ballet poses and all the Japanese tourists spun around and started taking pictures too. I had the giggles as I shifted from pose to pose. This was the weirdest thing to ever happen to me. Afterwards, back at the room, talking about- the film company the ladies worked for, she asked what I did for a living. I said, I'm a director and I'm super delighted that we just won an Emmy two days before. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she immediately whipped around and translated in Japanese to everyone around us. Before I knew it, a group of 20 people were clapping and congratulating <laughs> me and cheering. <laughs> Getting so much love from a bunch of strangers was so sweet and unexpected. It was the most wonderful day. Oh, and I did give the poor guy shoes back too. Haha. Ha. <laughs> Much love to you guys. Keep doing the thing. And more episodes being scientists, please. Oh, yeah. That's, not, that's been some bonus episodes. Uh, well, that's not us. There's people who sound like us uh, who do a science show on the <laughs> bonus feed called the Science Hour. I
2: don't think they sound like us. They sound completely different.
0: They though. do sound different. Yeah, they're science outsiders. We're, yeah, main, yeah. we're mainstream science types. So, there's <laughs> one of the guys really likes ducks. Um, he likes
2: ducks a bit too much. Too
0: much. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable when I meet him. Same. Uh, finally, Dave, I mean, go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so she finishes by saying, Dave, I mean, Gary telling me my duck facts is my best. Okay, bye. What does that mean? Yeah, and no, uh, well, there's a guy on the show uh, called Dr. Gary Chalk, and um, he gives uh, duck facts. I don't know why she's addressed that to you. Okay. He does. I guess if you squint your ears, he sounds a bit like you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Sam. Oh, th- that's the third one. The final one this week comes from Michael DeRissi, and his title is, I'm 33, the same age as certain carpenter that we know of. Huh. You know you know, my mate Ben. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You don't have any young friends.
0: <laughs> young <laughs> friends? Thirty-three? Come on.
2: All right, mate.
0: You need a move. Father
2: time over here. Yeah.
0: well, I'm saying I was thirty-three once, and even I know <laughs> that's old. <laughs> uh no offense to her. Thirty um that was just directed at Jess. Okay. I'm thirty three. Um Jesus Am I thirty
2: three? Yeah. Okay.
0: Thirty two. Thirty three. Fi-
2: that's what I forget. I'm 33.
0: Okay, the two, yeah, yeah, 33. It's easy because you were born on on a on a zero year. You should be quite easy to remember. Anyway, uh, it's a fact from Michael, and that fact is you three are wonderful. Oh, Michael! Oh it. my gosh!
2: I'm going to say that's a fun fact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, thank you so much to Michael, Sam, Pete, and James. Uh, the next thing we like to do is. Uh, shout out to a few of our other fantastic supporters. Jess normally comes up with a bit of a game based on the topic at hand.
2: Yeah, I'm going to give them, or we're all going to give them a job on the ship.
0: Oh, ship job. I've
2: looked up, like, actual positions on a ship, oh, like great. crew, but we could also include, like, entertainment, food services, etc. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, they've got a job. They're all working on the cruise ship.
0: Great. And well, they're happy
2: about it. They're getting paid really well. Oh, thank
0: God. You know,
2: um, I didn't want everybody to be like, oh, great. Thanks.
0: Are they Thanks. all competent? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Best—they're the best in the biz. It's a—it's top of the line cruise.
0: They're that certain uh, Italian soul, the competent, yeah, heroic one. Yeah. All right. If I can kick us off, I'd love to thank from Littleton in Colorado in the United States. It's Noah Palmbooth. Great name, Noah. Mm. Noah Palmbooth on a highway.
2: Do you think Noah's a musician? Yes. Wow. Music. What kind of musician?
0: Uh, acoustic guitar. Yeah. Right, yeah. and
2: playing like so, maybe not playing at like the three level theater, but maybe playing like no, in, it's a in cool the corner of, of the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's and he's cool. Doing, yeah,
0: doing a few originals, but also covering a lot of uh, mossy. Yeah, great. You got the honey uh, maple syrup moss. Yep, and uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> I'm sure that means a lot to Noah. And I know. think that will. I'm a sure Noah's know.
0: a big listen now listener, and he'll know <laughs> all about. Uh, Maple Syrup Moss and uh, his solo career, as well as his career with Cold Chisel. Um, Thanks so much, Noah, for all you do. Uh, From Rhodes Corner in Nova Scotia, I reckon in Canada, it's Jen Meister.
3: Jen Meister is the person that holds the limbo stick. Oh, Jack, be nimble. Jack, be.
0: You gotta hold it all day. You gotta be very strong. Yeah. Holding the limbo stick. It's
3: gotta be strong,
2: but you also have to bring like a fun party vibe. Yeah, yeah. To be encouraging people to limbo and, and then, there's on.
0: gotta be a skill to sort of dancing, yes. but also holding a, a pole still. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's a good job. Uh and yeah, we trust you with it, Jen. You're the best in the biz. Thank you, Jen. Finally, from me, I'd love to thank from Glasgow in Scotland. Lachlan Calderwood. Oh, I lost that. If I ever had it. Lachlan. Lachlan Calderwood.
2: Nailed it. Lachlan. Lachlan. Lachlan is the quartermaster. Wow, what do they do? Uh, they're a relatively senior soldier who supervises stores or barracks and distributes supplies and provisions. So I think when I said, when I Googled positions on a ship, it was more thinking like a uh, battle. <laughs> yeah. But um, I stand by it because you never know what you're going to encounter <laughs> yeah. out on the high seas. And in
0: the pay- they have different, uh, different jobs in peacetime. That's right. We're just looking after coins. American coins. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, master of the coins, I yes. would argue. Dave, you want to thank a few?
3: I'd love to thank from Bundura, right here in Melbourne. It's Cass. 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 What about uh? Cass is the cloche cleaner?
0: All cloche cleaner. Ooh! A lot
3: of fancy meals on this fancy, yes. fancy ship. All a lot all of cloches. cloches. A lot of cloches. Got to keep those things shiny. That's right. Yeah.
0: Cloche cleaner. Cloche Cass. cleaner. You, can't, you don't Cash want like, cloche a,
2: like a, a, a cloche that's got like...
0: Fingerprints. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: I I don't even want to eat it. I want a
3: clean cloth. Exactly. If you can't keep the cloth clean, they can't keep the kitchen clean. That's my theory. That's correct. I agree.
0: I'm getting out, and I'm walking away. (laughs) Dirty
3: cloth, dirty kitchen. That's what I think.
0: Dirty cloth, dirty cook.
3: That's
2: right.
3: (laughs) That's what I said. Cook hasn't washed their hands. That's right.
0: Yeah. So he's getting a little sloppy. (laughs) An important
2: (laughs) job, there, Cass, and we appreciate your work. Well done. Especially because we're fine dining every night, and also,
0: Cass, you're just hiding the fact that the kitchen is. Disgusting. Thank you for hiding You're that from us. me.
2: <laughs> uh, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> thank you.
3: I would like to thank now from uh Nuriupta. Oh. Nuriutpa, rather. Nuri rather. you Have you heard of that? In South no. Australia, apparently. No. Thank you so much to Cara Jones Riedel. Cara Jones Riedel.
2: Well, Nuriutpa.
0: I think M- MC of the uh Speed Dating night. Oh.
3: Yeah. oh great one. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. We get a bit lucky in love on the ship. Yeah. Ding, ding. Time to move around. Yeah.
0: Uh, hey, if you've made a connection, don't worry. You can pop each other's names down on the list at the end. Yeah. Uh, but we got to keep moving. Sorry, that does mean, Janice, you are going to have to sit, for, sit with Doug for five. Or two. And How long Doug do
2: we they... Doug is disgusting. Doug is
0: gross. We've all but agreed. <laughs>
2: yeah. We've put two hotties either side of Doug. Yeah. So it's sort of like, do Just I... get it over and done with and then it's back to the hotties. Don't
0: worry. Doug's in the middle of a Greg sandwich and both the Gregs here tonight are smoking. <laughs> they are smoking
2: and they're both doctors. <laughs> yeah, if that Dr. matters. Dr. Greg to you. one,
0: Dr. Greg two. <laughs> <laughs> pull you take your pick. I'm yeah. happy with either.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you
3: take your pick. I'll have whatever I'll have your sloppy seconds. <laughs>
2: You know, and that's just some of the fun that Cara brings to the
0: role. Yeah, yeah. Good on your Cara, on your Cara.
3: And finally, for me, I'd like to thank from Sacramento, in California, it's Tanya
0: Ciratina. Well, Tanya, can I say this to you? Go Kings, a real basketball team. Yeah, they definitely exist. They definitely exist. Mm-hmm. Still. And
3: Tanya is on the ship
2: as uh, in the chorus line of a full-fledged musical they're putting mm. on in the um, in the three-tiered theater. And is it a musical we
3: know of or is it an original?
2: Um, it's an original. Oh, great. Well, do you remember what it's called? It's called Ship Ho. <laughs> ship Ho. Yeah. Great to have Nautical a theme. Nautical yeah, yeah, of A yeah, yeah. um, lot of and tap dancing. And it's about a,
0: a, 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 ship, a woman on a ship who yes. um, goes to finishing school, ship finishing school. She starts as a ship ho. <laughs> yes. And but she, she, becomes she becomes a, a ship, ship lady. lady. <laughs> 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 but in the end she realises... <laughs> That there was no problem uh, with her original form, yeah. and she she goes back to ship hoing it up.
2: She's a happy ship ho. that's yeah. beautiful stuff. It's a beautiful story. Sorry, yeah, we spoiled it for message. you there, but it's it's really nice. Yeah, yeah great. Um, it does have an interval because uh, it's quite a long that show, is long. but it's worth. It. I mean, you're on the sea. What else are you gonna do? It's yeah, a slog, on. actually.
0: <laughs> At parts, it is a slog.
2: Parts of it do drag. I do have notes for them, but
0: Tanya yes. is incredible. A lot of exposition. That's right. <laughs> too oh. much i'd say oh oh greg <laughs> what are you, what are you doing here <laughs> how's my mind working greg <laughs> oh greg my cousin from Thanks. from nebraska yeah fancy seeing you here at our uh, grandfather's wake yeah he died recently of an airplane crash yeah you probably know this uh huh but just recapping in case.
2: Yeah, there's ways to do exposition, and, and, that, and this show has not done it no, well. No, it hasn't
0: figured out how yet. to sort of weave it in quite. It's sloppy. Yet. Yes, sloppy.
2: Could I thank some people? Sure. I would love to thank from Banning
3: in California, Tori.
0: Oh, Tori from Banning. Tori from Banning.
3: Uh, Tori is in charge of lost property. Oh. With 4,000 people, there's a lot of lost property. A lot of lost property, and nobody's as on top of it. As Tori. But at the same time, if it's not claimed within uh, the end of the cruise, Tori gets to keep it all. Yeah, Yeah. and Tori just then like sells it off Facebook Marketplace. Mm. Yeah, it's actually a great side hustle. It's so good. Tori's
2: actually crushing it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because these rich
2: people are always dropping their diamonds off the side of the boats. (laughs) (laughs) Tori's in a little scuba suit. (laughs) She's picking them up. I'll get that one. Thank you.
0: Yeah, which is sort of outside the scope of Lost and Found, but <laughs> she'll go there. She goes above she'll and beyond is what I'm saying. She'll get them, she'll hold them. Yeah. She won't actively find you, <laughs> but if you find her, then she probably will copy. it up. She'll probably give it back to you yeah.
2: unless it's quite valuable
1: yeah, and then, then she'll, she'll, she'll say, she'll,
0: oh, oh, no, no it's I don't no think MacBook Pro, no. i have never seen anything like
2: that. Oh, I'll keep an eye out for yeah. you. What was your name and number? Mm. I'll just write it down. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a fake yeah. pen. She's just miming it. But they're rich yeah. and stupid. They don't know. They don't
0: know what real pens like anymore (laughs) how much does some milk cost what does a real pen look like they have no (laughs) idea
2: so Uh, so thank you Tori I would also love to thank from is it Leicester yeah Yeah. it's Leicester in uh, Great Britain I would love to thank Amy Latimer
0: Amy Latimer from Leicester oh um now I know someone else uh, in a recent Patreon thing had taken the role of cheese suggester. Yes. Mm. bought something in that world. What what if you you get a cheese some you've also talked about sommelier or some yep. sommi- whatever like a that wine is the wine suggester. guy. Well, yeah, like a
3: cheese monger.
0: Cheese monger. What do, do you think could be a ship cheese ship's cheese monger? Yeah, of
3: course. I mean some places have like, like a in a
0: buffet they have like a whole section dedicated to cheeses. And- yeah, I like that. Um I've never seen it but I would like to see it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've, I seen like an omel- that. I've seen an omelet. I've seen an omelet station. Yeah, or
2: pancake which, station.
0: When we're in um, at the of Movie Podcast yeah. Festival. Yeah. Uh, but I've never seen a cheesemonger. I want to see. I want to get a look at one of them.
3: So we're saying Amy is the cheesemonger. Cheese Give me a look at Jamie. Amy's in charge. Maybe the, the cheesemonger is in charge of. It's like a, like a sushi train, but it's a cheese train. Ooh,
2: Amy's that. Oh yeah, I, I would shit myself.
0: <laughs> I would really, yeah. I don't know if that's how I want to eat my cheese from a train. <laughs> from a train that's just cycling around. You don't know how to live. I'm guessing it's it's like quite refrigerated. This train. Yeah, yeah. Trains. Okay.
2: Um. So thank you, Amy. I'm sorry. If the colossus sorry-
0: aren't clean at the cheese train, um, I'm out.
2: I'm sorry if you are lactose intolerant, Amy, um, but you have a beautiful job. And, oh, my God, from Concord.
0: <gasps> what?
2: In New Hampshire. Wow. Stephanie Magnolia Vazano.
0: Oh, my God. That's an Italian name, I reckon. Oh, my gosh, oh It's all coming together. God. Oh, my God.
2: Full circle. What a
0: name, too. Stephanie Magnolia Vazzano Concord. Concord. Um, I, I'm gonna have to say sign language interpreter. Yes, that is what I'm gonna have to say. Uh, y- yes, I'm gonna have to say that.
2: Important for accessibility, um, and and just a beautiful thing. Yeah, and there's
3: different types of sign language, isn't there? Of course,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. So she, well, Stephanie actually actually knows quite a few of them too, which is, which is very impressive.
0: Head of a team is, it, is she the one or because four thousand people? There
2: is a team. There's a team, but right. Stephanie's she's the, the head. She's the head of the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, well done. So That's very a great cool. gig. Great very gig.
2: Cool and, like, you know, you get to see all these amazing shows and just stand on the side of the stage and oh, right. so interpret she, yeah, them. Yeah, okay.
0: Um, important I thought meetings. you might have been roving the ship. Just, anyone, just interpreting. Anyone need a, an interpretation here? <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes more sense. Yep. <laughs>
2: She's not doing, like, tarot readings. Okay. Anybody need <laughs> a, <laughs> no. an Osland interpretation or something, maybe?
0: Um. Oh, great work, Stephanie. Beautiful. Uh, now that I understand your job even more, I <laughs> love it, that that extra little bit. Thank you so much to Stephanie, Amy, Tori, Tanya, Kara, Cass, Lachlan, Jen, and Noah. And the final thing we need to do is open up the TripDitch Club. We've got three new members tonight. If you hear your name once I read it out, uh, I'll lift up the velvet rope, head on into the TripDitch Club. Uh, fear not. Uh, once you're in, you can never leave. But that's a good thing. Yeah, and uh, in there is, we got everything you want. It's uh, you know a bit of theatre of the mind here, but there's a, it's whatever you want it to be. There's a pool, uh, there's a, a swim-up cinema, dive-in cinema. Oh yeah, 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 we got it all in and there. And you can be
3: both dry and wet, which yeah, you don't, That's to up to you don't have to float. Yeah, we yeah. got
0: both uh, dry and wet seating. That's Splash zones right. at the front. Mm-hmm. Um, if you sit up there, you will get wet. Uh, but Jess is at the bar. Yeah. Dave's booked a band. He's also the MC on the stage. Jess, what, what's your drink? Tonight,
2: we've gone Italian, yeah. Uh, we've got the limoncello,
0: oh, uh, grazie. We've grazie. got
2: the Campari,
0: uh, we've be, got apérol spritz, be. uh, mi chiamo Matteo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a bit of everything, and then uh, pizzas,
0: oh, great, Mamma Mia, absolutely, my favorite food, Italian style. No, no, okay,
2: couldn't get Italian style. They are Chicago, Chicago dish. Oh my god, so it's a real slap in the face to Italians, but um. Yeah, it's all I could get on short notice. <laughs>
0: no, I like it. <laughs> it's all I could get. We just couldn't get like Italian pizzas, the it. more basic version. We couldn't.
2: <laughs> I had to make. I had to get the more complicated one.
0: Yeah, and Dave, you booked a band?
3: Uh yes, but I've heard there's been some issues. I uh, wanted to have the three tenors Yeah. fortunately only two of them can make it. So, we've got the two tenors. Okay. Which two? Uh, the Spanish ones. Yeah, okay. Uh, Domingo and Jose Carreras. Okay, great. No Pav. The Pav has backed out. Oh. Sorry. You get seasick. But two out of three is pretty good. The two tenors.
0: Yeah. Um, That is pretty good. Are they going to do... <laughs> Whenever I hear of Placido Domingo, I think of this... In hindsight, very bad joke, but as a kid I thought it was uh, amusing and I didn't really understand it, but they were saying that, uh, you know, the, the the top, Paul McDermott would do like some um, monologue thing.
3: At the start of Good News Week?
0: Yeah, and he said, Domingo was obviously in the news, and he said uh, also uh, he's going to be doing a, a, a musical, an opera, about Australia's uh, tragic tale from the bush called... Domingo's got my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine him giving that delivery exactly. And yeah, it's, it's, um, I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't really get it, but it sounds oh, I fun. Love it. Yeah. And it's such a funny thing to be stuck in my head and attached to that man, Domingo. <laughs> Anyhow, great work, uh, booking the two tenors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think Pavarotti offered a lot to them anyway, didn't yeah, add no, much.
3: Just, who's ever heard of him anyway? What so,
0: happened to him? So I've got the I've got three people to bring in. Oh hang on, no, there's only two inductees, <gasps> Dave. the so two tenors. It's the two tenors. Oh my God. Tenors. <laughs> Uh, so, Dave, you ready for this? I'm ready for this. If you hear your name, uh, come on in. Make yourselves at home. From Sydney in British Columbia in Canada, it's Brandon Smith. Uh, please put your hand-ins together for Brandon. Yeah. And from Wadsworth in, oh, my God. God's Country, Ohio. It's Chris George. Your wads
3: worth a lot to me,
0: Chris George. you gorge, Chris George.
3: You're go- oh, gorgeous. Go- we gorgeous. I, th- gorgeous. I, th- I thought you were comparing Chris to a, a gorge.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're not an emotional gorge. You're a gorge.
3: gaping hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love the gorge on Chris George.
0: No. <laughs> Welcome in. Make yourselves at home. Chris and Brandon, please grab one of those many Italian treats or a Chicago deep dish pizza. Sorry again. That is- unf- I- Jess has just whispered to me, it is too hot. It's far too hot. <laughs> it's too hot. Hot. She it doesn't know what's happened. It will not
2: cool down. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Can somebody else take over food? It's just not working.
0: Um, Jess, I don't know. You're using the same equipment uh, we'd be using.
2: <laughs> we need to do a run-off of this kitchen.
3: It's unusable. Everything's set to hot. <laughs>
0: Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Jess, anything we need to tell people before we go?
2: That. If you would like to suggest a topic, you can do so. There's a link in our show notes or on our website, which is dogoonpod.com, which is where you can also find information about live shows if we have any coming up. Um, And uh, you can find us on social media at dogoonpod,
3: across all socials, dogoonpodcast on on TikTok. Dave, boot this baby home. Hey, we'll be back next week with another fantastic episode. But until then, also thank you so much for listening and...